0: From Champaign, Illinois, this is the Jumping the Rail podcast
1: with your hosts Mark Redmond and Mike Narcolinus. 15 Jump in the Rail podcast from uh, Champaign, Illinois. This is Mark Redman and uh, joined by my uh, tag team partner, Mike Nargelinus. Narg, uh, you didn't make the curling team this year for the Winter Olympics.
2: Not this year, but did you see the dude that was on the team? He the was, guy with the mullet? He was glorious. That was awesome.
1: But uh, yeah, the Olympics come and gone. Raw will be back on USA starting next week and uh, everything will be back to normal.
2: Well, they were on they USA run. last night. Well, yeah. Awesome.
1: Yeah. Same think it's all it's all normal so we got a guest with us today Narj. you want to introduce him
2: I do yeah one of my longtime friends fellow wrestling enthusiast friend of the show Kyle Reed is here Kyle how's it
3: going it's going good how about you guys
2: doing pretty well I I will start off asking you the same thing I do every guest who's your favorite wrestler and uh,
3: what got you into wrestling uh Stone Cold Steve Austin is my favorite wrestler by far Oh yeah, really. because I got into it by simply going through the channels at my great grandparents' house, and I was like, "Oh, this is interesting." Plus, now my my grandpa hates it, so I had to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> so he wanted golf on always, but that's why I got me into it. And Stone Cold's my favorite because he's every man's man, just wants to beat the tar out of his boss. So and drink beer.
2: Yeah, that you can't go wrong with it, that. It's living the dream. What What do you think? I mean, we could get right into it. I asked Mark earlier, but. What do you think about the rumors? There's a chance old Stone Cold's coming back for WrestleMania 38, or is it 38? I don't uh, third 38,
1: yes. Yeah. yeah, it's uh, the rumors. Him and uh, KO gonna I-
3: first time yeah. in 19 years. They they say he's gonna lace the yep. boots up. I don't think he's gonna actually do it. I've heard it for a long time that he was done after the last time. Plus, he's got uh, that neck injury that's. We don't know for sure that it could take a bump like that. Yes, he's done it in movies. Come on, let's—he has crash pads. Let's face it, or stunt doubles. Yeah. yeah,
1: we have seen him take a few bumps every now and then. When he's like, uh, what comes to mind is when he refereed the uh, Trump match in 07. Oh, um, with Ma- um, Ashley and yeah, U- and yeah, Umaga gave him a couple shots, and he took a decent bump. So.
2: For me, I agree with you, Kyle. I don't I don't know if he's actually going to wrestle a match. I no. told Mark I see something similar in Texas where The Rock came out and wrestled Eric Rowan in like right, 30 seconds. Right. I think Owens will come out in Texas, trash Texas, Austin Stunner, comes out, goodbye. a couple stunners, a couple beers, <laughs> you know, pop the crowd. That
1: so.
3: I could see happen for sure.
1: Yeah, it would make the most sense to me. I mean, just him being there is going to be enough for the pop. You know, he doesn't have to have a match to, to get over, as you know.
3: And it's in Texas too. Isn't yeah,
1: it? it is in Texas. The uh, they call it Jerrytown. <laughs> so you been there for WrestleMania Narge?
3: I yeah, I was at thirty
2: two, and that the loudest pop the whole day was Stone Cold Steve Austin. Uh, that place is massive. You come in on the ground floor, and then we were we weren't on the field, but we were like field level. It it's eight almost eight walkways down just to get to the field level. That's how big it is. These long corridors. And I remember going down with Rachel. I'm like, where the hell are we going? Like, are we going (laughs) to the basement? And you finally get down there, and it really is just as massive as it looks on TV. It's pretty crazy.
1: Well, I can't think of anything better to do in uh, Cowboys Stadium than watch a WrestleMania. I mean, is there anything else really worth doing in in Texas in that stadium?
2: Uh, No. You know, I know UFC (laughs) wanted to run there for a while. I don't think they ever did. So, uh, am I missing something? Sorry, I'm, I'm reading football. on live, making sure people can hear football, us. Football, sir. Oh, football. So,
1: God knows nobody wants to go see the Cowboys. Are you right? talking about the Cowboys? <laughs> How about them Cowboys? Uh, I don't
2: have time for the Cowboys. It's not, not right fo- now. It's not football season. No. Ready for baseball.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think hopefully in about a week and a half we'll actually have baseball. If the, uh, if the old lockout uh, wraps up. I'm hoping
2: so. It sounds like they're going to delay spring training a little bit. Yeah, that's what I
1: heard. I heard that's all right. ESPN going to be showing some college ball games in the uh, in the meantime. So,
2: Brianna's saying it's a little quiet, so I don't know. Do we need to turn our mics up a little bit? I'm afraid to do anything with until we can
4: hear yeah, it. I don't know it. what's going on.
2: Just keep going. All right. Anybody that's listening, we're working on getting the the volume and everything corrected here. I just want to make sure if you can hear us, so.
1: It wouldn't be a jumping the rail episode if something didn't go wrong. But in the meantime, Narge, I think we need to address the elephant in the room. The, the big the, uh, the, the, the 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 big the big story out of AEW this week, and I know it's on the tip of everybody's tongue. Brian Pillman Jr. moved back to Cincinnati this week. He is done in Jacksonville, and he wanted to go home. But he made sure to mention he is not done with AEW.
2: Now it sounds like Pillman was uh, maybe partying a little too hard and kind of kind of living the lifestyle more than he was expecting to, is what maybe, it sounds like. Maybe. So he, I think he did the right thing. Yeah. He's going to move home, kind of straighten himself yeah. out. And... Plus,
1: now that they're traveling again, he can just do everything out of Cincinnati. When they were working out of Daly's place every week, it made sense to be living in Jacksonville just to be there. You know? Yeah, but, no. Uh, but hopefully he gets it all uh, figured out. Oh, there we go. I can hear me now. Oh, wait a minute. Put those cans on, boys. So, oh, all right. Sound- I sound beautiful. Check, check. Uh, yeah, that's a little bit better. Yeah. I can't hear you in my monitor, but I can hear me, and that's really all I need. Yeah, I couldn't hear an either, oh, but I can oh, hear Oh, I can soul. hear Kyle. Hang I on. I got Kyle now. Let me see. Is your volume down on the... Uh, I don't know.
2: Check, check,
1: check
2: check i'm i've messed everybody's up I, yeah mine's not doing
1: anything yeah uh yeah i'm i'm fine He's on charlie chaplin this
3: yeah
1: <laughs> all right so check, i was check. i was yeah. of course being uh, being silly it's Pillman. pillman's not the big story of AEW it's uh cody he's uh put out the statement last week that he's done with AEW and the internet exploded because everybody has theories they have thoughts they have questions so i'm just going to What do you think is going on with Cody Rhodes?
2: You know, in the back of my mind, and I told you this earlier, I really hope it is just this elaborate work, and he is working everybody. And at some point, what I really liked was a listener of the show, Dwayne, shared an article where in a couple weeks, Cody's going to come back. He's going to bring some of these other WWE rejects that hasn't been signed yet and really give us the full-blown heel invasion angle that we deserve since the
1: nwo that's what i'd like to see now to be fair about 60 percent of the AEW roster is wwe rejects
2: yeah but but there are some big names
1: there's (laughs) some big names out there that
2: haven't been uh signed up yet what what concerns me about my theory is ec3's deal he's got going on now too with his new company so
1: so pie in the sky nars say cody gets three guys to come back with him who are your three guys
2: it's got to be Bray Wyatt, Braun, Braun Strowman, and uh I would go Tony Storm.
1: Ooh. Interesting. Bring a woman in.
2: Yeah, I think so. you got to have, you know, if you're going to do a, a takeover, then you got to have that because nobody wants to see Brandy. Brandy's already got heel heat. Yeah, yeah. So I think Tony Storm's the most talented that was released. Out of all the women? Out of all the women,
1: yes. Okay general no sir and I do like Tony she's she's fun to watch uh Kyle about you if you had to pick anybody to join up with Cody in this uh theoretical invasion angle who would you pick
3: I agree with uh Bray Wyatt and Braun Strowman the third person I would have no idea if there was three people who's been who else has been released recently
1: I don't think we have time to get into the whole list. I know,
3: but like the top names. Uh Hardy, but he that's not Hardy. They, He's going to be back with Matt. Yeah. yeah that's, that's um, what I'm thinking. I think it's going to be Brandy. The obvious answer is going to be Brandy just because they left together so they might as well come back together.
1: Yeah. yeah. See, I think I don't think there needs even need to be anybody that hasn't shown up yet in AW. I think they could do it with Cody. I think Miro would be a good one. Yeah. He hasn't been getting a lot of time since he uh, lost his title to Sammy. He might be hurt, though.
2: Well, yeah, and he's been out. Um, I mean, Lana's out there, too. I mean, bring them both back. I mean, there's really a lot of folks that you could right. pile together. I'm just throw. I would like to see Tony Storm. Yeah. So, I'm
1: just <laughs> – And I know they're not big names, but two guys that could work their ass off and really uh, – Complement that tag team division as they bring in uh, Biff Busick and uh, Danny Birch. Yeah, that'd uh, be
2: great. I hear myself now. Yeah. Uh, Biff, I just noticed has signed on for five shows with our favorite company GCW. So yeah, he's he's got gonna get some time there on the best independent show on the planet.
1: All right. So if you're just joining us, uh, we lost our audio on our in our ears, so we're hoping everybody can hear us. All right. It's been kind of coming in and out, so hopefully we'll get this all figured out. But we're just going to keep plowing ahead. And uh, so we've talked about what happens if Cody's a work. What happens if the rumors are true and he winds up going to WWE? Do you think we get him a mania?
2: I think if they if they want to make this mania one of the biggest of all time, then Henny absolutely has to. I know the night after, the Raw after has always been – Kind of the big deal. But from what I've heard, Vince is all in for mania. But does he does he wrestle? Does he show up and cut a promo? That I don't know. I just I, I hope if Cody is making this jump back to the place he left and was so unhappy with that he knows what he's getting himself into. I think we talked earlier that, you know, after a month or two I think
3: the Cody luster will wear off. So I think he'd get buried. That's Vince's sticking back in a mustache. I, yeah. or... See,
1: I don't quite agree with that because here's what I'm thinking, and this is something uh, Billy Ray made a point of about two weeks, like when the story broke last week. If Vince wants to possibly, like, get the ball rolling to get other people from AEW to want to come to WWE, he's got to make Cody look good. Oh, yeah. no Because yeah. otherwise they're not going to want to jump, and that's just going to just put it, everything on hold, you know. So I think Cody will, he'll get that initial honeymoon period when he comes back. You know the crowd will pop for about I don't know a month, but well, then this the question is how long? Because and I like Cody. He's not a main event guy.
2: Not not in WWE. He's not, not in no. AEW. No, not even in AEW. He's got he's got go away heat. I mean the crowd can't stay. WWE'd be best served to bring him in as a heel. Oh yeah, which. He didn't want to do an AEW, seems to be the. Th- so I don't understand that. <laughs> he doesn't
1: get the option in WWE. If they I tell mean, him to be a heel, he's going to be a heel.
2: When he was in New Japan, he was uh, yeah. was a heel there, right? I mean, he was, he was a top the heel Bullet in Ring Club, of Honor. Right? So.
3: And then uh, New Japan because he was a Bullet Club. Yeah, What if he comes into Coach Ziggler and Rude? Because they're all like the same type of wrestlers. Well,
1: they could they could just go the Tony Khan route and just be a faction, you know, just yeah. be a three man group. Uh, if he goes to Mania, who do you want to see him with? I originally thought Edge. Yeah. I thought that'd be cool. Just, But I don't know. I mean. Now him and AJ would have him a and little AJ history, would,
2: right, with the Bullet Club. I mean, not were, necessarily they indirect. They were together. But, in the or not, not direct, but it was indirect. Yeah,
1: history. they could do that. They could win with Finn Balor. That'd be no. a hell of a match. Uh, yeah, the possibilities are endless. I mean. Dwayne wants to know why Cody would go back to WWE anyway. Yeah. Money. For the extra
2: zeros at the end of his paycheck, Dwayne, that's why. From
1: what we heard, Cody was asking for CM Punk money from Tony Khan, and Tony wasn't willing to pony it up. So
2: Tony is working on a budget, from what I understand, and has made that very clear that he is signing a lot of guys, but he has a certain budget that he doesn't want to go
1: over. You can only ask Daddy for money so many times. Uh,
2: Tony got his own money.
1: Yeah, he also has his own soccer team. Thanks, Dad.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I hear jealousy. No.
1: It's not jealousy. It's just I could do his job better than he can. Just give me $5 billion and I could run a wrestling company too.
2: (laughs) Right into the ground. No.
1: (laughs) (sighs) But I'm not here to ridicule Tony Khan, even though nine times out of ten he's got to come. And (coughs) I know, Nard, you want to have him on your Christmas card list and.
2: I would love to have him on my Christmas card <laughs> list. I wish he'd invite me to Jacksonville to hang out. I'd become a Jaguar. Tony fan. Khan
1: has forgotten where he's come from.
2: <laughs> that's know, the beautiful city of Champagne. That's Uruguay. evident
1: by the fact that Dynamite hasn't been in Champagne in three years.
2: Makes no sense. Uh, definitely, the opportunity's there. I mean, the Assembly Halls or State Farm Center, whatever you want to call it, well, to do business. You're right, business. Assembly Hall. It's a, it's It'll always, always be the Assembly business, Hall to me. So, and WWE hasn't been here either. So,
1: no, they. Well, they've only done house shows here anyway. They never did TV because, uh, I don't know why. I mean, you would think that they would at least could run SmackDown in the Assembly Hall. I like okay. they did
3: years ago. I
2: don't know. I know the one TV show they did here was WCW Saturday Night. I was there for that. Right. Um, as far as an actual live show, yeah, or for TV, that I don't know.
1: Speaking of live shows, I don't know if you noticed this when Brock came out last night, Narj, but they were really plugging the upcoming uh Madison Square Garden show pretty heavy in the morning yeah or, and not that's not a, in the morning in the first part of the show
2: first part of the show and that's a, that's a Saturday show right so it's yeah. not even going to be unless it's going to be taped for maybe a special or something I but. think it's just
1: a house show I don't think it's even a, a special I think it's just they're trying to sell tickets for the uh for the Madison Square Garden well show.
2: that's what I'm wondering if they'll tape it for something that they, they release they may Who, who's Brock gonna wrestle Ashley's Brock, hurt so
1: they said if if, Brock, if, the, if Ashley can't wrestle and he's can't he's gonna have soldiers uh, shoulder surgery be out for a few months they said they have a surprise opponent so I don't know who it would be the Usos
0: yeah both of too, them
1: that's too easy it's gonna 30. it's gonna be a title <laughs> match it can't be a handy a two-on-one title match.
2: What, what about the Usos youngest brother from NXT You bring him up and get let feed him to Brock can, can I can
1: I throw one <laughs> sure. How about veer yeah why not <laughs> We saw Veer
2: last Monday when we were at Raw, and I thought he looked
1: great. Yeah, he looked damn good. I think they're just waiting to find the right angle for him to bring him on the TV.
2: Somebody mentioned that Cody needs to show up, and then Veer debuts against Cody. That's <laughs> that, That's where you know, give him the the Cody rub. So yeah.
1: So you mentioned it, Narch. We went to Raw last Monday. Took your boys and uh, and your wife with us. And well, and you're not a big fan of Raw. I'm not,
2: but uh, first of all, shout out to Chad Patton who hooked that up. Yes, uh, really appreciate it, Chad. He's uh, he's always been cool for years, um, and we had a blast. You know, the thing is, I'm not a huge raw guy, but being there live, nothing beats live professional wrestling. Right. My little boys were absolutely. I mean, I remember being that age, and you know, couldn't have been anything better. My my youngest, my four year old, talked about it all day the next day. Wore his bro hat to school and. Nice. He he just had a blast with everybody, so it was fun. It was a good time, and I thought we got a hell of a main event too.
1: Yeah, and uh, by the way, Chad Patton, the jumping the rail referee of the year for two thousand twenty one. That's right. By the way, unanimous. Everybody picked <laughs> Chad Patton.
2: <laughs> but, but that uh, that main event, uh, Seth and uh, Randy, Randy Orton. Yeah, like this, doesn't get better than that.
1: Yeah. Then they did the whole send the crowd home happy spot with the uh, RK Bro taking out uh, the Alphas. Yep. It was fun and i don't off i didn't get a chance to do this often i got to give a shout out to their tv crew on that show it's uh they were really you could tell they were just busting their ass like getting everything all turned around and like in commercial breaks and things like that marco
2: so, i can we can hear i don't are you not it's
1: all right <laughs> but uh, but yeah it's it's really it was a top notch operation there for for those guys
2: no the 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 guys yeah, just I running know. back and forth And then I don't know if you saw, like, the the changes at the announce table with the chairs and stuff. Like Mm -hmm. you said, just hauling ass and then switching the ring mats. How many times did they switch the mats throughout the Two or
0: three. Just to keep them fresh.
1: They put the carpet on once for the contract signing, and then twice they switched out the mat altogether. Just, I think it was, I'm guessing, COVID concerns maybe?
2: Well, they, they've done that in the past, and I, th- I think it's a visual thing for Vince. I Maybe. think he doesn't want the sweater, the stains in the ring. That, Could be. You know, I know
1: when they used to do blood, they'd always switch it over. Yeah. Just to avoid ringworm and all that business. But, but yeah, it was, a, it was a good show last Monday. It was a good show last night, too, to be honest with you, overall.
2: From what I saw, yeah, I wasn't feeling well last night, so I went to bed early. But yeah. the first uh, two hours was pretty good. I loved – I think my favorite part was the Miz uh, – Trolling the crowd with the Cody oh, yeah. hints only to bring out <laughs> oh, everybody's favorite YouTuber, Logan Paul. <laughs> oh, with yeah. He's... Sloppy. Uh, what, what's it, the missing finale? Skull... It was oh, terrible. Dominic would... sold it well, though.
1: Yeah. It's... He's got some work to do to <laughs> before he's going to be ready for mania. But this is working. They, uh... Yeah. The Miz was just playing that crowd like a fiddle last night, though. Talking about his guy, how he was dashing and from a great family. And oh, yeah. Just... It was just it was great because you could tell, you could see the crowd getting amped up. They were ready for Cody, and then here comes Logan Paul.
2: If they would have wasted Cody on a, a Miz against Mysterio tag team, that would have been That's it a for fail. me. I would yeah. I would not watch. i have been I'd have been done done with WWE. No, yeah, no you would no, have you been
1: done. You're all talk. I would have been done. They're all all talk. <laughs> Everybody says, "Oh, I'm done with WWE." Then they watch the next week and forget uh, all that.
2: Uh, loyal listener Stacy doesn't understand bringing in Logan Paul with the controversy surrounding him. Mark explain.
1: So, uh, just for everybody's information, Arch, what is the controversy surrounding Logan Paul? I have no idea. Neither do I. Stacy, <laughs> my blushing bride on the uh, thread there, if you know something we don't. Uh, feel free to call in.
2: I know you got his <laughs> ass uh by Floyd Mayweather. Who hasn't? Other than that, you know. <laughs> uh, between him and Jake, though, I mean, everybody knows who they are. I. I he's, he's proven to be an athletic guy, yeah. so... Do you think he shows up and impresses us like Bad Bunny did last year or uh, do you think Bad Bunny still got a leg up on him?
1: If I know the Miz, he's gonna make Logan do the work.
2: Yeah. How two years in a row, Miz with a celebrity? You think it's a smart thing? I
1: think that's because Vince knows Miz will work with everybody. Yeah. And he can have honestly he can have a good match with anybody. And he's proven and it's kind of a cliche term. Miz is a ring general these days.
2: Oh yeah, Miz is easily one of the top guys in the company. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, wrestling the Mysterios. You know Dominic's still a little green, but Ray. Yeah. I mean, is there anybody more seasoned in the company than Ray Mysterio that's in in ring still? I mean, Ray's been around. I mean, think about it.
1: He's been over thirty years. Yeah, he's been in the ring. I don't.
2: Own. I don't even know who else would come close to Ray Mysterio at this
1: point in WWE. Uh, Nobody with no taker, no Triple H. I don't think there's anybody.
2: So that's the right thing to do. Last year they did Damian Priest and look what that's done for Damian Priest. Yeah. I mean, he's he's setting himself up I think for a big match at Mania too. So Yeah.
1: We're still up in the air who he's going to face, but I don't know. I'm It seems like he's angling for Edge, but I don't know if that's going to happen.
2: He wants championship material. So I told you this he's earlier. I think I think well, I think Edge and AJ are going to wrestle unless they do a triple threat, which I know you don't like. Right. Or Cody. Championship material though. There's one guy you know who's next?
1: Who's that? It's got to be Goldberg.
2: <laughs> got to bring Goldberg back. Yeah, that's that fits hey, it. Hey, he's lost his last four.
1: He's due for a win. Now, keep in mind, Edge was calling out the young talent in the locker room, and that's not exactly <laughs> Goldberg.
2: Oh, you mean Priest was calling him out. You said Edge.
1: No, no, no. Edge in his promo was basically addressing the locker room.
2: Oh, well, I missed that. So that would make sense for Edge and Priest then. If but he was... said he won a and, phenomenal and, matchup. Yeah,
1: but he also said if somebody wants to live forever, they need to take him on, which is Priest. That's his catchphrase. Well, and somebody said he so mentioned un-
2: undeniable, there. too, which I guess is some sort of, sort of ode to Cody, which I don't remember, but somebody uh, mentioned that on yeah,
1: Twitter. Yeah, Cody said something. He went from being unreliable to undeniable or something like that early on in AEW. But uh, there's another uh, another name you mentioned that you wanted to see be the one to come and take on uh, Priest, and that's Mr. Mister Wrestling these days. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the uh, long island ice z matt cardona
2: how fantastic would it be to see cardona show back up but he's got to be able to wear his belts that he's collected he's got to yeah. show up with his nwa yeah that's
1: it's... the thing cardona won the nwa world heavyweight championship last weekend
2: well and he won the internet title on uh well, he created that <laughs> well he
1: beat jordan grace back for it though that's so. oh the digital media championship.
2: The digital media that one yeah, yeah the
1: internet championship is the one he created Right. No, then I knew he,
2: that. I, I couldn't remember the official yeah. name. I of think it.
1: he's the AIW champion, too, right? In Ohio. Uh,
2: he he no, might be hell. Last I I, last he is, is the he belt was.
1: collector. Yeah. he's and Then he's got the uh, GCW Universal Championship somewhere in his house. <laughs> the little right. spinner.
2: And then he, uh, well, he was ECW's last television champion yeah. as well. So
1: Yeah. <laughs> we were there when he threw it in the trash. I still uh, think that the referee should have taken it out of the can and given it to Morton when he beat him on that show. Yeah.
2: So Stacy said, uh, which I do remember this. Stacy bringing him in. The controversy was, yeah, he filmed someone hanging themselves. There was the, I think it's in China. It's some sort of forest where a lot. It's known for people going and. That was from a couple years back, Stacy, and since then he's done quite a bit of stuff. So I think you know some of those things people kind of tend to forget about. You obviously haven't, but and I know about that too. Um, he's since all that's happened, he's fought Floyd Mayweather and done a couple other things, and I think he even did some charity stuff after that to make up for
1: it. Yeah. But see, other than his sporadic appearances with WWE, I couldn't, I wouldn't be able to tell him from Adam's house cat. To be honest with you, <laughs> I don't do a lot of TikTok or YouTube influencing or anything like that. So it is what it is, I suppose.
2: But D- uh, Dwayne Carter'd like to beat the shit out of MJF. I'd like to see that, Dwayne. That How, means, book it, Tony.
1: That means MJF. Um, that's right so we kind of touched on gcw narge there's some uh there's some uh fireworks going on with the uh, game changer wrestling over the weekend do you want to kind of get yeah into that?
2: i you know obviously they had two great shows was it uh saturday and sunday uh but the glaring omission from gcw was atticus Kogar, who's one of our favorites booked both nights uh And then no-showed both nights. And from what I read, there's a a Twitter guy I follow. Some backstage drama going on there where I think Atticus has kind of left GCW. It had a falling out with Brett Lauderdale. From what I understand, there was a loud argument Saturday. Um, And some of this revolves around a new company in California called Circle Six that's going to have their first show coming up here in March. He's going there, Ricky Shane Page, a couple other guys, But from what I understand, this has kind of been building for a while. Maybe lack of respect, something like that. I don't know. I think there's going to be more coming out, but I really hate to see Atticus leave. I thought he, uh, I thought he was due for a big push this year. Yeah. This kind of explains why that hasn't happened. I think Hammerstein and even the Detroit show. Yeah. They were they were foddered. I mean, they were just there to get their ass kicked. And and uh,
1: the Chicago show we were at too. He was kind of foddered out. So. Plus, it explains why RSP hasn't been on since uh, September.
2: Yeah, there's obviously something we don't know about. I think the other thing that I'd read was this: Circle Six wanted to sign Nick Gage away for quite a bit of money, and that's what spurred Lauderdale to sign him up to a contract to kind of lock him in. So,
1: right. Which, if you're gonna, right, if you got a company trying to take away your your top guy, then you're gonna want to try to lock him down, uh, so to speak. I might be an unfortunate pun to to make with Nick Gage about locking him down. But you know <laughs> all due respect to the king, Nick Gage. You know, he's uh he's a little on the uh on the chubby side, but he had a heck of a uh a match on Sunday him and uh Tremont defended their titles.
2: Yeah against the rejects there. Talk about a bloodbath. I mean yeah. those guys really thrown down.
1: Shout out our uh, friend of the show Kevin Gill took a wicked shot with some light tubes on the Saturday night
2: yeah, to the back of his head. He, know. Was, he was bleeding out on Sunday. That even, Murdoch so. is a dick. I mean, wow. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's shaping himself up to be, to be a nice heel in uh, GCW, which yeah. they need, you know, Cardona oh, yeah. can't do all the work. Yeah. So, but this, I, I think he's got to start winning at some point. At Murdoch's some point. won one match. I think. Yeah. He's been that, there.
1: that bridesmaid thing. Cologne's been spouting off about him is starting to become true.
2: Yeah. I think, I think he's got to beat Cologne at some point that I'm somebody. Yeah. I you know. So,
1: because I mean Murdoch, he's got he's got the heat. The GCW fans hate him because just all the shit he's been talking. And uh, yeah, I could see him eventually going on. I could see him taking on uh, AJ Gray for that Extreme Championship too. It'd be fun. I wouldn't mind seeing that at all.
2: We're gonna do a shot so, here and hope. We're about to burn this place down. And hope yeah. and hope I hope the technology works. Yes. No, sure. I it, that we so. That. Kyle Reed, thank you for the tequila. We appreciate it. He brought us our favorite, Terramana. I had, between Mark and I on Saturday night, we went to see the great Randall King in Indianapolis. We had about a whole bottle of this.
1: (laughs) Woo! (laughs) Where we left off with uh, GCW, and there's one guy I want to mention from the GCW show this past weekend, Narge. That is everybody's favorite race car driver, Cole Radrick
2: man Cole, uh, they called him the ratty daddy Ratty Daddy yeah,
1: yeah. he uh, filled in for Alex Colon, who was hurt so he couldn't make his match with or invite the uh what
2: was he calling himself the something the, wizard
1: it, he he was some sort
2: of wizard with a cowboy hat and An I Astros don't know Rose jersey he he looked like a backyard wrestler I hate to say that Orin, if you listen he, he did looked a, hell like, of a job he did a great job but he
3: looks like anybody you'd see in a backyard fed so yeah
1: Kyle do you watch a lot of GCw
3: I catch little videos now and then, usually with Nick Gage.
2: He's the man, yeah, the king, the, the god of, of this shit, shit all that, all stuff. that good or stuff. Yeah,
3: or Cardona recently. If,
2: we were talking about being gang affiliated earlier today, <laughs> and uh, we were talking about motorcycle gangs. You know, they're cool or clubs, depending on who you. We're a uh, Mark, myself, and our usual special guest host Kyler. We're we're the MDK gang. We got jumped in Chicago, so we're uh, we're affiliated.
1: I feel like one of us needs to change our first name to be a D in the initials, if that's oh, going to be true.
2: That would make sense. Oh, well, I was telling <laughs> Kyler it would be uh, – what the hell were we saying? Oh, it was Murray Dad Kyler. So we were gonna, we were all going to wear shirts to a show. That, awesome. We could do Mark. Yeah, I'd be Dad, and then he could be Kyler. We got it. So <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I'd love to get Nick on. Yeah, I, I just – I hope he's taking care of himself. I yeah. feel – he looks – he looks very... So, I watched Dark Side of the Ring, and he looks currently very similar to how he looked when he was starting to have problems years ago in CZW. Mm-hmm. He's really ballooned up, which I don't understand. Right now, this is the hottest he's ever been in his entire career. I mean, he he's essentially the reason GCW has kind
3: of done what it's done. Him and Cardona. So, yeah, between those two. Can I ask a quick what, question for yeah. Nick Gage? Yeah. Um, is there a reason, you think, on why they're going for the tag team championships and Nick's not going after the heavyweight championship? I think they've got something in the works for Moxley. I don't know what
2: it is yet, Yeah, but they're – yeah.
1: So other than Gage, who do you think would be the one to beat Mox for that title?
2: I'd love to see Effie. You think so? I yeah. agree. He's Effie the guy. Rocks. Effie that's Yeah. That's, i got a lot of – it sounds
1: like I'm calling nine one one. What
2: what did you do to my maybe, mic?
1: Maybe maybe Big Vin is <laughs>
2: It is slow. Okay, that's better. It was like slowed down and So no, I think effie has got the most back. You know, he's got Oh shit, that's me. Uh that's very <laughs> loud. He he's got the most support behind him. Yeah. Now, do you want a baby face against baby face? I don't know. What what he who are you putting up against Mox Mark? You got somebody in mind. So, Come on.
1: If you're gonna go heal, I mean assuming he starts winning Murdoch, yeah. they would have a very fun deathmatch style match, you know. Uh I still think Cardona's right there.
2: Yeah, I mean Cardona could have a longer run. I think at some point Mance has got to break away. I don't even not even necessarily break away, but no, just go Second solo. Gear needs they a need leader. To- yeah. And he's the guy.
1: Is Mancer the leader, by definition, of uh, SGC? It seems like they're kind of an all-for-one kind of group.
2: Well, Eddie Kingston was in the group at one point, and I think he still kind of is like, unofficially. De facto, like, Yeah. Like, when uh, he's if, there, he's in. They've got a shirt out, and Eddie's on there, Effie's on there, Manders, who you don't guess. We saw Manders in Chicago. Yeah. Then, uh, I haven't seen
1: him since. He was on, on uh, Saturday. I missed it. There was an eight-man tag. It was SGC against Gringo Loco, San Francisco, and a couple other Talk
0: people. Talk about
2: a guy who's kind of coming up, though, is Gringo Loco. Yeah. I think people are really starting to enjoy him, and he's got his own show at the Collective coming up WrestleMania weekend. It's the World on Lucha hosted yeah. by Gringo Loco. So.
1: Yeah, I, I love seeing what they do on the Collective. I've never had a chance to go, and obviously it's in Dallas, so we're not going to be able to make it this no. year. But well, they do they got FE's big gay brunch going on. They got the the Lucha show. The, obviously GCW Joey Spring Break I think is going they on. They got
2: two nights. One Joey Janela night one and then night 2 is the the greatest clusterfuck. And if you don't know what that is, Mark, <laughs> that is a Royal Rumble style match where anything goes. I mean, there've been you name it a couple years ago they had the Walmart guys show up. If you ever seen them the, the the black gentlemen that do all the moves in Walmart. They like the Yeah. yeah. They showed up and were in this battle royal. So there have already been rumors of who they should bring in this year. I, I've heard everything from Izzy, NXT's Izzy to. Oh, Izzy. Yeah. She's like thirteen. Is that, he, uh, Billy Starks is fifteen. 16. Is he
1: or isn't he? How about Nick Wayne? It's a she. It's a. So girl.
2: it's just it's not. Talk like about he. GCW and I, Kyle. We're kind of shutting you out here a little bit, but we'll bring you oh, back. It's, it's good. We'll how, back about Nick,
1: the, how about Nick? How about Nick Wayne? Yeah, he's, uh, AEW signed him up. He's all elite. Here's the thing: has he? He hasn't done much with AEW yet. It's no. Like...
2: So from what I understand, Darby Allen showed up at Defy. Yeah. Offered him a contract, but told him he had to finish high school. Mm-hmm. And once he turned 18, so it's similar to like negative one. Got some yeah. years to go. Mm-hmm. Nick Wayne, first of all, so this, these are my only issues with Nick Wayne.
1: Mm-hmm. I bet we have the same issues.
2: He's very talented. Yes. I've seen that kid take some bumps that he probably should not take this young. The kid's not going to be able to walk by the time he's 25. Yeah, but younger people are like made of fucking rubber. He is. But, <laughs> That's true. But Nick Wayne probably weighs 100 pounds soaking wet. He absolutely has to put some mass on. Yeah. He's very talented, but he has yeah. to put some weight on.
1: And Nick has that pedigree, too. He's a third-generation guy. His yep. dad was Buddy Wayne, who was a big star in the uh, Pacific Northwest back in the day.
2: Worked some. Uh, he was some enhancement talent for WWE, too. Yeah. So,
1: but, he's, but Nick has had a pretty good run lately with Jordan Oliver, his tag team. And then they had a match against each other on Saturday, I think it was.
2: And Oliver's one of, uh, you know, he's one of my favorites. Ever yeah. since I saw him, I said, this kid's got something. The so, clout cutter. The clout hey, cut. hey,
4: Dwayne, we'd love to see GCW get a TV deal too
1: so you can stop stealing it. I think oh. you, you too. yeah, <laughs> I just fight. Want, I just want to get GCW in the Champaign-Urbana area. One time. I That would be kind of cool. I think I they're the right those. thing. I think we need to use our significant clout in uh, this area to make that happen.
2: And there are there the thing is there are venues in this area. You've saw what GCW runs, Mark. Mm-hmm. You don't need a Civic Center. You don't need a Palmer
1: Arena. Give me a Ukrainian Cultural Center like they have in LA. Over in Urbana,
2: there is a Mexican Church Gymnasium mm-hmm. thing. I've seen it over there. It's like right. La Mas Gym or something. Anything like that, or even what a high the, school that'll give us a Mark. Gym. Have you worked
4: at the Indian Independent Media Center near campus, where the the kids put a lot of. Like indie college kid bands, together there a lot. I, I've never been there, so I don't know how big it is. Well, I haven't been there. What's the uh,
1: What's
2: the gym, the Armory on campus? There's a track in there, and yeah, like, but I
4: don't think they'll be up for uh, the blood and the guts. Yeah. No,
2: the, I mean the the crowd that's there's
4: drinking beer, and you know, yeah. I don't think that's the right venue there.
1: Well, I know Eddie Graham basically made a living off of the Armories in Florida back in the seventies and eighties. That was his main. Venues was just going to all the National Guard armories in Florida. Now,
4: we do have a National Guard armory on University Avenue. In Urbana. In Urbana. Yeah. Your, your dad used to go there. You think it's uh, big Kyle. enough
1: to house a wrestling show?
2: <laughs> yeah. I've said from day one <laughs> that the city center is the best possible venue. It's, that, a, the, it's a good venue. That'd the be cool. The setup. Because it, it doesn't, you don't need. Well, they'd have to put the ring up on stage, though, because no, that stage no, is no, permanent.
1: No. The stage would be the entrance.
2: Yeah, you oh, the Oh, you'd entrance, view the
4: stage and put, put, put them the out and walk them in? And yeah, then the, you'd
2: have, what, people up in the in the mezzanine? Just, just floor seats. If you watch, so like we watched this week in Atlantic City, I mean, they do what, Mark? 400 six, people, maybe? Six, seven rows. And you could easily fit that pretty tight with the, yeah. It would work yeah, out great. That yeah. would work, yeah. It. We're not talking, yeah. Four,
4: I don't know, man. I don't great. know if we can try and get GCW into the city center because Dwayne's still pissed. Hairbanger's ball's not there.
1: <laughs> we'll do a kosher. We'll have Hairbanger's ball play on the stage. Yeah. And then after they're done, then have a wrestling show. Oh, and then we can see if Brian wants to use one of the
4: guitars and smash a guy. And
1: I have a very strict policy about breaking guitars. Well,
4: people. No, we're breaking somebody, not the guitar. The no, thing.
2: Okay. So the thing about City Center is we saw them do Harpo's in Detroit. Right. Which was a very, it looked like a very small venue. Yeah. So I, th- I think it's possible. But again, you got to talk to the right
4: people. Dwayne said they had boxing at the Armory in Urbana.
2: Yeah, that's cool. All right, so, so anything's so possible, thing.
1: Dwayne. When we watched on YouTube when they did that all-nighter thing last year, mm-hmm. what is that building that they're that they were working out of?
2: I wish I could remember. I, they were calling it like the GCW Training Center, but it was literally a bar. Somewhere. It was a bar, yeah, and it was. It looks. Sm- I mean, it looks smaller than City Center for sure, but because yeah. that you could see the bar. I mean, it was literally next to the ring. They right? were using <laughs> the bar for high <laughs> spots. Yeah,
1: but I'll tell you what, that was some of the most fun wrestling I'd seen. All last year, just when I was able to be at home and put it on,
2: I wish they'd have brought that back this year. I don't know. Yeah, I think it was a COVID thing, but maybe
1: everything is a COVID
2: thing. Yeah, no, no, I think we're starting to see some some light. We're starting though. to see some I really light. Really think? Out. Well, we're
4: going I to endemic so. stage is where they're headed. Yep.
1: Well, you know, we got going on in uh, April, Narge, on my uh, birthday, on your birthday,
0: Fuzzy! Yeah.
1: yeah. We're going to uh, that's Wayne. not
4: short for fuck Ozzy either.
1: We're going to Wayne Campbell's hometown of Aurora, Illinois for Fozzy on the uh, Save the World Tour.
2: Can't wait. A Saturday night early show, 645. Yeah. So, hey, and, uh,
4: any of our listeners that would like to go to the show, if you hit us up uh, direct message, we can give you all the details as far as where the show is. The hotel we will be staying in. Uh, it's going to be a giant fucking party. Yeah. We're not paying your fucking way. We're just going to you join us.
2: Hey, your wife again with all the great ideas here, Mark. Popping in says, an yeah, out, the, All the fairgrounds is yeah." And I was, that was event in my head, yeah. yeah. fantastic. And She's I, so and, smart. I, and you know what?
4: I might actually know the person that runs the events
1: there. I park there every day. <laughs> well, hey, does uh, what's his name drive you in? Who Candy? Yeah, every every now and then he drives me back. Candy Foster. He's not there legend. in the morning. He's there in the afternoon. Uh.
4: This shot is to commemorate the fact the fucking soundboard's working.
2: I hope <laughs> I can keep this one down. Ugh. Oh, wait am I here? Uh-oh. Me me oh, Mark, Mark, right, right, right there. Everybody. It was hiding behind oh. the Coca-Cola. Oh, there one. <laughs> oh, don't, we didn't, don't we didn't leave you out. You
4: have to drink Kyle's share tonight, too. Oh, oh boy. Yeah. Chill. I'm glad Stacy's picking me up.
3: Uh, drink for me, me fellas.
2: Ooh, it's getting worse and worse. I used to think that was so good. It, again, it's probably because between it the is. two of after us, half, we drink an entire bottle. After half yeah. a
1: bottle, it's great.
2: We had so <laughs> much on Saturday night. I woke up Sunday with the driest forehead. Like a, he just had a,
4: he had an alcohol sunburns. What he had, you know. Yeah.
1: You know, my brother listens to the podcast every week at every every show, but he listens on the podcast. He doesn't listen to the yeah. live feed.
4: Oh, so he hears us after I bleep out all the cuss words and I clamp the audio. Oh, right. wait a minute. We
1: don't do that. <laughs> we don't do that. You would be so fired if he did that, Dwayne. We agree. But,
2: Candy Foster is a beast, man. Yes, Stacy. I heard they suck. Stacy asked if the shitty Beatles were opening for Fozzy.
1: The most, it's not just a clever name, <laughs> but no, my brother. He sent me a message. I think after the last episode, was like, do you guys do some drinking on the show? I was like, yeah, why? Never
4: it? ever had a drink in our lives. So
1: just to let you guys, you can hear the cans popping when. Uh, when we're when we're going, but sometimes <laughs> that's me with my Pepsi Zero. Sugars. There's
2: going to be Tequila Mike merchandise. Mark's already working. Tequila
1: Narge T-shirts. I'm working on it. If I can find somebody to mass produce them. So I'm actually not a it, I'm going to put it out to our listening public. If we were to do like T-shirts, merchandise, things like that, who would be willing to pony up some shekels for that?
2: You'd
1: be willing to sponsor them. Well, that too, but. That seems- we yeah, have, what do
2: we need for pro wrestling tees, Mark? Or, I mean, there's I can places do, here in town we can do stuff, I can right? do pro
1: wrestling tees. I mean, we could always... There's plenty of places. I know Kick Me Shirts does great stuff. Pete Blackman's company in Danville. Like
2: there's one here in town, what, Truck House Tees? Something, something like, like that. that. I saw yeah. a few where they, I, they have options, so...
1: Pro wrestling tees is doable. I
2: have a sister-in-law who kind of does... Shirts. He does oh. have a sister-in-law who and she does great. Jessica does great work. I yeah. actually got an invite in the mail today for something from her. I saw she it does. She does the vinyl-based, right? Yeah, because yeah.
1: because we. I have ideas for t-shirts, but it's just if it's not something people are interested in, I'm going to hold off on it. But uh, I, th- cool I know look. I'm
2: interested. I bet Dwayne Carter would wear one. I bet he would. Bet. Yeah. The I'd question is, would
1: one. Dwayne Carter buy
4: one? Because <laughs> we can't actually afford to give them away. And I'm not being rude. I'm saying anybody that's, that's interested, we're really happy you're interested. But understand, the interest level has to include purchasing because uh, it. Uh, Our newest listener, low, Rachel, would buy one. I at, guarantee At it. Low on the POD scale, a shirt these days on a POD will cost boom. about $25 to get it made. POD, boom. So you got to. So And then bulk, nine. let's say we went for, you know. Five thousand shirts. Well, then we need to have twenty five hundred bucks, or you, you ain't know, got enough
2: room back here to store those. That's true. But <laughs> I have a garage had... and
4: a workout room I don't use. <laughs> I, work so, at a, I work at a storage unit facility, so. <laughs> oh wait yeah. a minute! Wait a minute! Hey, Our latest member, the latest member <laughs> jumping the rail, just told us he he runs a storage facility. That's true. Okay. We now have a business office. Nice.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> if it's weather controlled, then it might be a good studio. Once that we get mean? a video.
4: <laughs> well, a, a giant one where we can set a long desk and cameras. Oh fuck yeah! But you got to have great Find a place for our, uh, We might
1: have to have a well, permanent new the hub, window, co-host man. then. <laughs> <laughs> Find a place where our flag will stay up. Wait a minute. Keith
2: up. Keith Gibson says shirtwell.com. It's where you got the Clubhouse shirts, which, again, great shout shirts. out to Clubhouse Lounge Radio. Great shirts. I wore mine. Keith, when did I wear mine? Oh, a couple weeks back. I was seeing uh, Pecos in the rooftops over in uh, Boondocks in Springfield.
1: I haven't worn mine yet. I'm trying... And I'm actually trying to do this. I'm trying to wear a wrestling shirt every day before WrestleMania. Excuses. So far, it's worked. But, <laughs> like, I had to cheat today. Like, I didn't wear this under my work shirt, but I changed after I got home so I can. That's all yesterday's. I wear. My
2: wife was so glad to see other shirts. She's like, oh, you bought a band shirt? That's cool. So I don't have to see one of them wrestling shirts. Rach,
1: your wife kills me because you always tell me you'll wear a like a say a terry funk shirt or something oh, yeah. and you'll go like to some random place and people will always comment on your shirt every time and the funny thing is on my birthday in muhammad you guys went ahead of us we were going to do a jordan davis show country guy yeah and i was behind with stacy and rachel and your boys and i was wearing my terry funk shirt and sure enough as we were walking some guy just came up to us, hey great shirt bro Never met the guy in my life.
2: Happens all the time. And Rachel looks at me and she's like, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> Speaking of shirts, and the thing what keeps me going is I subscribe to Pro Wrestling Crate. Everybody knows that. Mm-hmm. Check out the Tastic Voyage on YouTube. I got you, Kyler. Plug. <laughs> uh, plug. And my crate's coming this week. I already seen a spoiler. I've got a Nasty Boys shirt. The uh, the, the, the real Nasty Boys. Real boys. Not the, not the, the ones Kyler boys. knows. And then uh, a Hangman Adam Page Uh, Ghost Rider ripoff. He's like riding a motorcycle. So that's cool. But the Nasty Boys shirt's awesome. I love the throwbacks. I got
1: got a few coming from PWTs uh, pretty soon. I ordered one of the new Regals. (laughs) Uh, I ordered a White Bullet Club shirt because I'm going to the Squared Circle Expo in April. And there's a few BC members are going to be there. I'm going to try and get them to sign my shirt.
2: I'm still – I'm on the – I want to go. Again, it's waiting to see to April. Sammy Guevara is my guy. Wait a minute. Hey,
1: Narj we got somebody on the phone.
2: One of my favorites, it's... my favorite podcaster in the whole world. Hey, I'm Keith here. Gibson. <laughs> Keith, the lyrical Welcome.
1: miracle, sexual
5: intellectual, the man made of steel and sex appeal. <laughs>
1: Keith, to us what's from up, the... buddy? So he will be joining GCW next week. Yes, from the Clubhouse <laughs> Lounge Radio crew, Keith Gibson. How you doing, buddy?
5: I'm doing good, guys. How are you? I just wanted to hop on for a little bit. Hey, uh, thanks for the shout-out. I appreciate that. And, uh, oh, heck yeah. Norge, yes, those shirts are uh, – hey, hey, just to give you guys a heads-up, those shirts cost me like five bucks a pop. Oh, all right. We're well,
4: you're not it. supposed to say that on the fucking air. Now we can't charge Dwayne $50. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you can. He won't we'll, autog-
2: we'll autograph him, and then it's worth right. 50 bucks. Keith, <laughs> Keith just
4: told us Dwayne wouldn't know. Does he not know Dwayne hears every word uttered on this Dwayne, show? Dwayne is on this feed before we are. Yeah, he's, he's <laughs> actually in the waiting room. <laughs>
2: join is awesome. Sergeant Carter go on this website. Well, I'm looking it up now, but right. what's well, on so, here
1: too? So, Keith, what's on your mind, man? We've talked about a few things, GCW, Cody Rhodes. What are you thinking?
5: Well, what, I, there's a lot, man. There's a lot going on in wrestling right now. It's kind of crazy. Uh Cody, I think comes to WWE and will come out in the next couple of weeks. Um that's my thoughts on that. Um GCW man it just keeps growing and growing and growing. Uh and before long, I think it may I see it as a third promotion right now. Um, what else is on my mind? Um, I hate snow um, and ice. <laughs> me too. Um, and um, I, had a, I got to go out with my wife and have a good time, and I feel a little
4: hungover on Sunday. So Marvel.
5: it's been a great week. It's been a yes. great week. Yes, now yes.
2: you know how me and Mark felt. So- <laughs> no, no, now
4: you know how Narj felt. I don't get hangovers.
2: So I, was, I, was I was hung,
4: I was hung over saturday night so <laughs> you were. i think you were hung over friday for the sh- for the show we were going to
5: saturday
2: yeah. <laughs> that's possible he, he, <laughs> you, you <laughs> mentioned
4: though that the
5: squared circle expo i think it is great that they're doing it in indy yes and i'm kind of like Norge. i'm on the, the cusp of am i going am i not uh it's there's i mean there's some good
1: talent there but I,
5: I don't. I think they're lacking like one major superstar.
1: I really am. So here's who I've heard so far, and I've I've saw, I've got both nights. I'm already. I'm going to be there both days. So they just announced today. I don't know if you saw this. Keith Ruby Soho got confirmed for the expo, and uh, and there's nothing
5: for me. Yeah,
1: nothing. Uh, Shane Douglas, Jeff Jarrett. Uh, who am I forgetting? They got well, John, uh, John Morrison, Johnny Mondo,
2: yesterday. Johnny Superstar. And Keith, oh, well, I okay. agree with you. Okay. I've met I've met a lot of these guys already. Uh, yeah, I'm excited
1: for the Steiner brothers. Th-
2: I was about to say and I met Scott. I've never met. No, have I met Rick? No, I have met Rick.
1: I <laughs> he's did drunk. He Rest my
2: 32. So I've met a majority of these folks. Sammy Guevara is my number one. Right. He really is. I, I love him. I think he's fantastic. Yeah. I really do. He's great. Wonderful.
1: All I know is I got an ass load of title belts I need to get signed by these people.
2: Are the ass boys going to be there? I
1: haven't heard. Ah. But uh, Keith, while we get. How got... many no. title belts
4: is an ass load? Well, that's a great question. I mean, <laughs> how, uh, how many how belts can, belts can you,
1: take? you take? Well, I'll tell you how many I own. I don't know if <laughs> I haven't tried insertion yet, but I've got one, two. Stacy, sounds be like careful. you have a weekend. Be project. careful with the buckle. i Five adult like full size, and then I got three of like the toy belts.
2: I've got I've got two adult full size, one. I so you've seen it. I've got the uh, I got the big gold. Yes, Keith, and it's uh, I it's know got, it's got I, the I like player, it. It's my the favorite. O- the only people who have signed it are people that held it. Um, I'm missing a couple uh sting is one he's actually gonna be in chicago
4: he needs to hand us the belt so we'll have held it and then we can sign Uh, it right mark's held it he saw i i have held it. did you sign it i did not sign it. that's rude i didn't win i didn't win it though
2: (laughs) so so So. keith my my ultimate my goal for this belt is one name and one name only i know mark knows who it is i don't have sting but he's not my ultimate goal i got hulkster and after hogan there's one sucks mark who is it who's the one i need that would be got Flair, the yep.
1: star of Ready to Rumble himself, David Ignatius Arquette.
2: It's Officer Dewey from Scream. I need David Arquette oh, on this. Awesome. Dude, that would be awesome. Have He's you, the one, man. Did isn't you, he
4: on the? Isn't he on the like the the, the show circuit, circuit and all a that? A couple, of,
2: he is, and I've missed him a couple ah. of times. But I've got Steamboat. I've got Flair. I got Scott Steiner.
1: I I have a uh, big gold myself, and I'm going, and I'm hoping to get Jarrett Steamboat and Luger to sign in. I got
2: Jarrett's actually got the nicest signature. You good know good who I picture? got? My favorite one on the belt because he only held the belt for like two weeks. Let me guess. Yep, Muda. It's the great Muda. <laughs> I, went Muda Muta. Muta. I, went I went to WrestleMania. Muta. 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 I went to I went to WrestleMania thirty two, and we did WrestleCon. And there were two guys I had to meet, and I got both their autographs, and that was the great Muda and Tully Blanchard.
1: See, here's the thing, though. Your big gold is a WWE big gold. It is. Mine is the NWA big gold. It doesn't have that WWE logo on oh, it. Oh,
0: it doesn't have the shine, the prestige. It's, the... Dude, I almost brought it with me because <laughs> I just
1: got this thing like a month ago, and you haven't seen it yet. It,
0: it's,
4: it's kind of the... Uh, Burger King version of chicken McNuggets. I keep it in. Mark a vel- wants
1: to show me his big gold. I keep it in a velvet it's bag, weird. just for <laughs> protection. This is getting strange. This is getting weird. Yeah. So Keith, while well, we it's got fantastic. you here. There's a topic. Yeah. There's a topic yeah. we haven't gotten into yet, and I want to. I'd love to get you guys, you and Kyle both. Uh, the Undertaker. Tequila break. Ah, Mar- tequila. Tequila.
4: to so a really quick. Uh, Keith, you drinking, buddy? Song for that. I am not right now.
5: Nope. I've been actually working on stuff for the radio station and and uh trying to get some stuff done for it we've got the big party bus coming up on uh april the 9th uh everyone's invited i've got a few spots left so that's a quick plug for that uh 40 bucks person goes four different dive bars don't have to drive leash Toro at the fields and champagne and drop shelf same place you
4: said dive bars did you happen to contact garth and see if he might want to stop by one of them
1: I did
5: not, no, no. no. I'm
1: more interested. For, in, for in next year. US Let's El do that Toro. for next year. There's tequila. Okay. All right. So we got more, a little more chest hair on each other's uh, torsos now after this tequila shot.
4: Actually, I got it on my own torso, not on yours. Well, everybody on that. on their
1: collective torso. All right, Mark. What do so, you, so, you got for me? So we got The Undertaker. He got announced that he's going in the Hall of Fame finally. And here's my question to you, because I have my opinion, and Arch has his. Is he the only inductee this year?
5: I hope not, because I don't think he should. Really? Um, I, I do. And here's why. Because Tell us no one performer has has been the only inductee. Um I think there's a plethora of guys who deserve it, um, who aren't in yet. Um and but I don't want to see him be the only one. Does his career
4: Narj will be sending you flowers this week.
5: <laughs> Does his career say Yes. Will we ever see another one like him? No. But if you're going to do a Hall of Fame ceremony and make it worth it for the fans, because your product stinks right now, so you want to make do everything you can for the fans,
4: you've got to have more guys in there.
2: I love you, Keith. You're saying everything. I. So, so Narch, j- who? All right. So, first of all, so,
4: newbie so, time. Yeah. What are the... And I assume they exist. Requirements? Requirements to be inducted. You, to be Vince McMahon but, has to like you. You mm. have to have been a pro wrestler. There's no, there's no five-year retirement You role. don't have no, to have be been no, a pro wrestler. No. James Dudley
2: proves you don't have to be a pro No, but he
1: was involved with the company. <laughs> so,
2: there, there's really no requirement. Okay. Honestly, it's so, if, are you in Vince McMahon's favor, and will it pop a rating? That's what Vince cares about. Wasn't Ric Flair that's it,
3: inducted so. while he was still wrestling? wrestling a lot of guys. Yeah, the, well, Edge.
4: So, Narch, if I'm hearing this right,
3: and I... Yeah. You believe, Mark,
4: that only The Undertaker should he be. should be not, a, nope. a very isolated, it's I'm him agree with you, Keith. Up him. I'm, Narge I'm gonna... doesn't think so. So, Narge, who else do you think should go in with him?
2: Because let's not sell so, it by pulling in some like. It's time rookie. for Narge's opinion. Yes, it's time. So, first <laughs> of all, I want to agree with Keith. And I told Mark this the other day. Okay, The Undertaker by himself, Hogan and going by himself, Rick Flair didn't go in by himself. Stone Cold Steve Austin and going by all of those guys deserved that honor. Has The Rock gone in? The not only yet. guy. The he only. Not g- gone in now, <gasps> he, he's the Rock. No, sure they're in L.A. He's coming next think. year after he beats or after him and Roman wrestle and Roman. Or, beats well, technically
1: him. before it'll be the, like before or before.
2: So for me, <laughs> the only guy that went in by himself was Andre the Giant. I yes. a lot of people compare the Taker to Andre. I get that, but Hulk Hogan. He built WWE. I mean, Yeah. Okay. He revolutionized talked pro was the last is. Our
4: last episode, we talked about who are the biggest, most influential people. So, Keith, people and- huge my thought.
1: asshole.
2: Whole Keith, country. my thought. Hey, brother. <laughs> Listen here, brother. Uh, Keith, my thought here is, all right, well, let's put Taker in, but let's put some of his greatest rivals with him. Number one, one of them being Vader. Vader deserves this. He's deserved it for years. I do
1: agree with that. Vader deserves to go in. King Kong
2: Bundy's not
1: in. Uh, wow. There are so
2: many guys that The Undertaker has probably battled over the years.
1: Giant Gonzalez. Let's I was about to say not say, hey, you better be mm,
2: careful. I'm going to call Fonzie. Easy. I know. I think. <laughs> Fonzie I, I was. Uh, Mark, put his, Mark
1: put his I put foot my, in his mouth. I really did. And I felt really bad about
2: it. <laughs> <laughs> but at least his toe was were turned when fa- he pulled it that out. That might have been my favorite moment of the podcast, oh, though.
1: <laughs> I felt so bad when I did that. I love Fonzie. He's a great well, guy. I still it, talk to Fonzie it, every your... now and then.
2: Here's my other thing too you
5: got to have some a tag team in there i think every year because there's so many tag teams that aren't in there you look at the steiner brothers Mm -hmm. demolition the british bulldogs midnight express there you go midnight express that's it
1: absolutely midnight express
5: you know these are teams that that revolutionized tag teams in the 80s and 90s too and aren't in the hall of fame and most deservedly so i mean
2: i just don't know how they're not in yet I'm gonna take over the pod. We talked about it <laughs> earlier. Mark wanted to get into it weeks later. I'm gonna get into it right now. Uh oh. Keith, give me three guys. We're gonna go around the table who absolutely deserve to be in the Hall of Fame right now that aren't in. Go ahead. Oh,
0: Kevin going... Sullivan.
5: Oh yeah.
2: Great call. Um,
5: oh Bundy. I would go. I would agree with you on Bundy. Okay. Yep. Um, and then. I would either put in the Midnight Express or the British Bulldogs as far as tag teams go, because I think a tag team needs it. Steiner's, okay. yes. I think they deserve it, too. Um, or Demolition. Actually, I'm going to go Demolition.
0: Okay.
1: Okay. Here's my problem. Demolition, I agree, definitely needs to go in. I don't know that they're going to go in anytime soon with this lawsuit that's going on with the right. CTE thing with Axe.
4: Yeah, fuck the legalities. Right. Kyle. Yeah. Kyle, yes. Yes, sir. Three. Three.
3: Three of them. Three entities, three, individuals, three teams, whatever. I would agree with Vader. How about Evolution? As a group? As that's a group. not
2: That's not bad.
1: Interesting, Orton's still active, but they were a hell of a group back in the day. But none,
2: yeah. who else is...
1: Batista's not in yet, I don't He's think.
2: not at... Did Batista go in? No. No, he's
3: not. But Yes, he did. Yeah, he, he went yeah, in he last did. year. He's yeah, in. He
0: did. Orton's he the only year.
1: one that hasn't gone in yet. So, As a solo, player, yeah. he went in. Yeah. Triple okay. H hasn't by himself.
0: No, Triple no. H. Yeah.
1: He hasn't he's
3: gone in his DX, but not yeah. by himself. Correct. Um
2: I like it. It's good call. I, this way you're on, Kyle, right? Kind of outside the I gotta box. be You're angling Born. for a full time. Dwayne solo. says Big John stud and he's, he's not in wrong. He's he's in. He is in.
1: He got in class of 04.
2: Ah, Dwayne. Sorry. That's sorry, right. Dwayne. You gotta you uh, gotta read the same again. books. You how gotta about, read the
4: same encyclopedias. How Marcus Right. The writing.
3: Rockers? The Rockers? Yeah. Eh,
2: not
4: yeah, they're
3: not idea. in.
1: They never won the World Tag titles, but right. they I'm gonna they were go before the
3: like, Just like Bushwhackers. I mean Bushwhackers, bushwhackers didn't really I'm gonna go before the, the host. host.
1: But actually I'm gonna go before the host. But the,
3: the bushwhackers got an I have two. Oh, okay. The sheep I have three for sure. I think the Rockers for that time period. though. Well, okay, so
4: I've been told The Rock's not in yet, so like, right. uh, duh. Yep. He'd be number one. He's the most obvious. Has Cena already been in? He is not in. So then Cena would be number two well, because Cena's he honestly is. talking about is... wanting to
2: come back. There was an interview this that's week okay. where Cena said he's got 10 years worth of stories if he could be a heel, which I agree with. I don't I know about 10. Why not? But why not? Why yeah, Yeah, I mean, look what it did for Hogan at his age and Cena. How old's, that's what somebody needs to look at. When did Hogan turn heel? How old was he? Uh, And how old is Cena?
1: Hogan was 43. 42. Okay. Cena is
2: 44.
1: Cena is 44. About the same age, about forty-two. Two years, three. Hogan, Hogan
2: hit his fucking stride after a year and a half
1: because he got to be himself because he was a lousy friggin' heel. This is it, C- Cena. <laughs> make
2: peacemaker, but come. B- are you out of your mind, Mark? Mark, and- I'm about. Hey, man, Kyle, man. get the fucking tables. <laughs> We're about to oh, put Mark through. Them. Hey, there's a couple chairs, but those are not the folding. See, here's the thing. They fold,
3: but they're wooden. I listened to your guys' arguments, and I and I'm right. Kind of sit. No. Kyle, the thing is, I, I wish kind of you could get the bar the with. If this. you could have this seen Kyle me. throw that bitch neck move at him right
1: there, Kyle, great. This is
2: this is tame compared to me and Mark you at the my bar. Wife?
1: Yeah, you know, when we both have more than more tequila than this in our system, it gets a little. The weird.
2: Hogan Savage thing from the last Hello, episode. Invite me. We. I will be the We went all night, the Kyle. Kyle i you tell you
1: what,
4: referee. In, I'm problem solving. Go ahead, all Mark. Let's see this. First
1: off, that Hogan Savage debate's been going on for. Shit, how long have we known each other? That's Savage. That m- abusive, control freak. You yeah, never saw savage, him lay a hand on He is
2: Savage
4: in the Hall of Fame? Yes. Then he that's is. not part of the fucking discussion. <laughs> all right, So all right. I right, said Mark. John Cena. Cena. That was Rock. my number two. The Rock one and one more, Cena. One more. I assume Stone Cold's in. Yep. He is. Uh Let me think for a minute. nine. Who else do I know do you in wrestling? Know anymore? By the way, for those who knew the podcast, <laughs> I don't actually know Marco, anything no about shit. it. Marco, I have learned. Is a I've been doing this for like uh, 14, 14 episodes now. I've I been can learning. Tell when I listen in the year, you learning know, more. It, it,
1: it's getting a little better. Um, I tell my wife is at home too. She's. Learning I think
4: you good. know, and I know he's not WWE. He's never been in the WWE. That's not a. But directly. I think a pre, a, a he's going
2: to be wrong. A
4: really, a really, really cool, odd creative thing to do? Just put Nacho Libre in. Nacho Libre. Because that That shit was fucking great.
2: Alright, so those are good. For me, my three. Vader. Vader's number one. He's my favorite of all time. It's gotta be Vader. Mick Foley is pined for Vader. Why is Vader not in? Okay, Vader. Number two. The man who led the extreme revolution. The guy who kept it going forever. Other than Paul Heyman's Tommy Dreamer. Do. Number three, Rock and Wrestling Connection. Cindy Lopper.
4: Oh, oh did, did, you know what? In the eighties. Ah, Cindy Lopper. Bridge, well, Captain Lou, man. I, Pop I, culture I,
2: and pro
1: I like wrestling. It. Now I don't know. Now, aside from the celebrity wing, what other wrestler would you pick? Okay. Cause Cindy Lopper's a great call.
2: Other wrestlers, it's gotta be Cindy, right? Is so- Captain
1: Lou Albano
4: in? He is.
2: Yeah. Okay, good. Because he if he's not, you guys are. Other wrestler, morons. it's got it's gotta be King Kong Bundy
3: bundy
4: yeah bundy, bundy i can't believe he's not in i mean i know who he was right? from the 80s is
3: rude in oh yeah yeah his son his
2: uh was it his son or his
3: yeah. daughter son both i think i must have missed
2: that one uh, and rick rude is one of my top five all time you know i love every, Ravishing we're, we're all missing
5: probably the one that Uh-oh. should be in Uh-oh. uh that it, everybody's looking over and that's that's the 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 nugget <laughs> of my heart
1: The nugget.
2: And the thing is, he He is not a nugget. He is not a nugget. The WWE has, they really dropped the, you know, obviously Martha's not going to allow that. I can't wait for this tournament that AEW is doing.
1: Here's the thing. WWE never stood a chance to do anything with Owen because Martha made up her mind 20 years ago. Yeah, it's so that's, the, it'll never happen. I would love it if it did happen, but it won't happen. No.
4: Captain Naive here. Owen Hart is the one that passed away in the yes. ring, correct? Brett yes. Hart's and brother. then, right. And his wife right. has held a grudge ever since, obviously, well deserved. She can hold her grudge, but I'm sorry, Owen Hart literally gave his life to the sport, and that if was anybody Brett's, deserves yeah. to be like Brett is, you know, is an honorarium at the very least.
2: In. Who did the? Who did the? Uh, Mark Henry did that. Yeah. Mark we, Henry cried. Yeah, because yeah. he said that Martha should get, she should forget her feelings and think about the fans, the fans who
1: built. Now Martha, can, he didn't say can't necessarily go there. forget her feelings, no. but that he, put it beside. She
2: should respect the feelings of the fans who want to appreciate Owen.
4: I think, I think I, that's that's a different way to put it, but yeah, yeah, I think she should she should acknowledge the fact that so many people loved this guy, that he did make a huge impact, and that he did again give his life. For this sport, let him be honored at the what they consider the top level of the sport. Let the fans be there for that. you know. And if she's going to do something, you know what she can do? she tell Vince, you know what? You can put him in there. You can do that. But I want you to open a fund for $100,000 in his names to support some charitable. And that would be amazing.
1: Well, and they, th- they do enough charitable stuff, they probably would do that. And right. I think what she's That's what worried she about, about is for. them
2: making money off Owen. Yeah, no, like, that's what I'm saying. But is, how about turn this into sign, charity? We're not we're not gonna do action figures. We're not doing that. I we right. want to. You don't even have to do a speech. We can do similar to Brett when he went in. We're gonna put him in, and that's it. You show you show he does a video the next
1: night. Yeah, none of that. Yeah. All right. So I guess it's to me, to my my three guys. Oh, Dwayne. Wait, Thanks, well, shout out to hang on. The first there. Dwayne yeah. said
2: Lex Luger, and he is not wrong. No.
1: I I love Lex Luger. I And I wouldn't be opposed if he did, but he's not on my list.
2: He's alive, and that's where I want to see. a lot. Of, that's my issue with Vader, is they had the opportunity.
1: They really did. He, and he knew that Vader was... Well, he put Hanson in. Yeah. He inducted Stan Hanson in the Hall of Fame.
2: You were there. I was there, and I loved it. And yeah, I did. bought a Stan Hansen Hall of Fame shirt that I love night, Stan Hanson. He's so to good. To see Vader there, I had met Vader a couple months before. It's one of my favorite pictures. Me, Rach, and Kyler with Vader. And how he, we took
1: how giddy were you when you met oh, Vader? Oh,
3: schoolgirl.
2: We took 10 photos because Vader's like, you it a change pants. is it good? Is it good, brother? You got to change your pants in the bag. Oh, yeah. I want to tell you about that night real quick before I get to you. Sure. We were at, uh, I don't remember, Pro Wrestling Blitz. I don't even know what the company was called. Uh, that night. Is the one we went to? No, this was, it might have been, I don't know. So that night, I met Vader. Two guys are signing autographs. They weren't on the show. A couple guys named Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa were signing autographs. Who the hell are those guys? Never heard of them. (laughs) Another guy was in the main
1: event, Moose. Moose? What kind of name is Moose? He sounds like an offensive lineman from the Patriots. And then there was
2: a surprise appearance by a returning star named Mustafa Ali. Oh, that guy. Wasn't he a cop? And this, also that night I met, no, no, never mind. We met Scott Hall and Stevie Richards later. But that same show, like... This was in a little dive. I don't know. I think it was like a VFW in LaSalle, Illinois. Yeah. All of those guys. We're talking big time, big time guys now. Uh, a guy by the name of A.R. Fox, who is very oh, underappreciated. I am a big fan of A.R. Fox. He's doing some GCW stuff. I saw stuff. that.
1: Yeah. Is he working Blake Christian?
2: I think he might be. Oh, who is did. one of the... He's the golden boy. In oh, the man. GCW,
1: he worked so. Impact this past week.
2: Yeah, he did. He's...
1: He's great, all heart, baby. All right, Mark, your three. Give all right, us. here's my three. Number one, I agree with Vader. It's got to be Vader. absolutely agree with Vader. Greatest one of the next episode. We're doing a top ten big men in wrestling, and he is definitely on the list. He's number one. Nargi's so, number one. So, <laughs> Pain Train is Pain number Train. eleven. Pain Train is number eleven. So, Vader. I'm with you, Keith. I say Midnight Express, greatest tag team of all time. They're my favorite tag team of all time. Bobby
2: Eaton's one of the guys who should have been in WWE at some point. Mm-hmm. Vince wasn't gonna take that southern draw no, no, no. and
1: here's here's what happened. Because Vince Jim Cornette talked about this. They went and met with Vince. He wanted the Midnight Express. But he was explaining how they're gonna sell action figures and all this. And they couldn't understand why people would want to buy their action figures. <laughs> so they didn't think they were gonna make any money well, on the I mean he that.
2: signed Stan Lane but Stan never he, he was never in, wrestled he, right? he had
1: retired. He, he was, was doing the announcer. he was yeah. doing interviews and and he was great. But So I say the Midnight Express with the caveat that Corny goes in with him. He's long overdue. Because Jim Cornette is very overdue. I hear ring of fire in is the background. Is that Cash? <laughs> 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 so, Midnight Express, or Vader, the Midnight Express, my number three, the loose cannon. Yeah. Brian I have no problem that oh, either. Just for number one, I'm going to cut you off. Go ahead, Mark. I'm
5: sorry, I'm going to throw this in here because we've named so many guys, and there's so many more we can name. Each oh, one of us could probably name number, another three that deserve to be in the Hall of Fame and aren't. And it's it's a double A, yes. A double A double as a, a. as a singles guy. How many times did he have the TV title? Two or three.
2: Yeah, you know, it's just uh, there's and so
5: many guys. That, that's what and irritates me. Is, Keith, we have to make room is, for
2: Donald Trump and <laughs> for Mr. T.
0: No, wait, the this, this celebrity
1: wing is different.
2: Pete Rose,
0: no.
1: Coco, beware. Coco, yeah, Coco, beware. Come on, I man. love Coco, but come on. But that no, was waste. Double A should definitely be in. Triple A should be in. To be honest with you, the list is endless of who should be in. But with Pillman, number one, what he did for the junior heavyweights in North America in the early '90s is. Massive.
2: They put Liger in, and he never wrestled. He wrestled one match in the whole WWE. Yeah, NXT. You know. Yep,
1: yeah, but Liger deserved it though. Liger's awesome.
2: I don't disagree that he didn't deserve it,
1: but Pillman. But didn't Liger have
5: a big have a run in WCW? Didn't him and Pillman have some fantastic had, matches on Clash well, of that's Champions?
2: They had great Keith, matches. Is that that's where Liger.
1: Liger made his North American splash yeah, with in Pillman. WCW. So right. the fact that and they, with Mysterio, by the way, and Mysterio, yeah.
2: But the fact that they put him in and not Pillman, who wrestled in WWE.
1: But Pillman. But on top of that, you know, the, the Hollywood Blondes and with Austin, the stuff they did was so good. And then, for my money, and I don't know if you guys agree with me or not, when Pillman was with the Horsemen, when it was Flair, AA, Pillman and Benoit. I thought Pillman and Benoit would have been the best tag team in WCW if they had gotten a chance.
2: Yeah, some real loose cannons. A couple of,
1: <laughs> but they're both, but they're both, they're both dungeon guys. You know, they're both Calgary guys, and they had a couple matches where they were teaming up, and they looked fucking great as a tag team. That would have been. And the Horsemen have always been two singles in a tag team. That was their formula. Mm-hmm. Well, when they put were, the Horsemen in, why didn't they include Pillman? They just did. For some reason, they just did the Wyndham group, which is, for my money, the best horseman incarnation, which yep. is Wyndham. But they didn't put... Oh, I don't think Oli wanted to go in. Nah, well,
2: Oli's an old... always
1: a grumpy old guy.
2: Coach. So, all right.
1: So, here's my question to you guys. Shoot. When does Vince put himself in? Never. He won't go in until he dies. Never. Vince does not... And this sounds really weird. His dad's in, right? Vince's dad is yes. in. Yeah. I've always heard Vince does not want to be mentioned or... Introduced at the Hall of Fame, I've heard, he,
2: heard that as well. He, he is introduced er, to he, Austin and uh, he introduced
1: Austin and he introduced
2: was it, was, it Dudley
1: James Dudley yeah. yeah, and then he came out during the 04 ceremony and did a speech. But other than that, he's never wanted to come out and get any. So I I think after he passes away, I think they'll put him in. So hey. then who who does take her this year? I think. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm gonna say oh, this now. God, I, Keith. The most it sounds Kane, awful. Mick. The most logical would be Vince. It would to be, be honest.
2: I don't think it would be Mick Foley. Mick Foley's been very critical of. WWE. I don't think it's either. I think I think it's gotta be Kane. Kane. Is That's the,
3: gotta be Kane. If
1: it's not Vince, it's gonna be Kane.
3: Yeah, yeah. Glenn
1: Bruce Prichard. Bruce Prichard would be a good one. Yeah. Uh, DiBiase would make sense. He he's the one that brought him out for Survivor Series. Who's, who's Undertaker's biggest rival? Mankind.
2: Mick Foley. But Foley's kind of—he's very opinionated. He's but a little. Here's un- my WWE. question. WWE. I, I know that. Yeah. Here's
1: my question: Would Mick Foley's respect for Taker trump his disdain for WWE? It's. Pop- I mean, his son's still so. working there, right? If, so, if Taker personally asked him to do it, he would probably do it. Oh yeah. Well, if you go right. on the pure capitalism angle, or, or Mick Shawn. Foley will do it because Sean
4: Mick ain't making yeah. a lot of money these days, so he would do it for the money. He's doing fine. Well, I
5: he's think Marky made a comedy. very good point. Taker is going to pick who inducts him.
1: Oh yeah.
4: Hands down, Narge, You should put your name in the ring.
1: Yeah, it should be me. <laughs> you, madam,
5: say, "Hey, taker, it's Nard, right,
2: madam." <laughs>
5: anyway, gentlemen, thank you very much. I gotta, I gotta get Keith, off here. i got to get. Hands down you for We're sure. We're gonna for let me hop
1: on. We will have you on for a full episode again soon, buddy. Thank you very much. That sounds good. Just, Can we not making uh, three hours this time? Just, <laughs> uh, you'll
4: need to breathe here. Number one, number two, you need to bring your liver.
1: Uh, before you go, real quick, quick club, quick, plug your club. stuff. Quick plug. Tell us go, about what you plug. got going hey, on. Uh, If you haven't had a chance, jump
5: on uh, Clubhouse Lounge Radio, chlrradio.com. Live, love music uh, from independent artists all over central, southern, and northern Illinois. We've got live sports all on one station. You can follow us on Facebook at Clubhouse Lounge Radio. Uh, We've got t-shirts to give away. We've got koozies and uh, going uh, different bars and doing our back roads and bar stools. Two are coming up, so make sure you check that out, too. Gentlemen, you're doing a fantastic job. I love sitting here. I could talk for another two hours, but I'd like
4: to have a wife after I'm done. Hey, Keith, just real quick. Uh, if I saw everything correctly, you're looking to possibly start up some kind of a uh, a news segment?
5: That's correct, sir. Uh,
4: that that would I'm be looking to assemble
5: a news team.
4: That would be <laughs> interesting. I'd like to see how that works out. I left out. my
1: conch show at home.
4: I uh, <laughs> I can tell you from here, the news is good. We're happy. Well, good that's fantastic yeah no i'm looking <laughs> to uh uh
5: actually put together a news team to start a uh friday morning uh show so that uh we can do weather sports all of it and then everybody can tune in there on friday morning so awesome that's what we're looking to do so I'm hoping to grow that and continue growing and and uh, take it to the next level just like you guys are doing love to hear it brother awesome all right take care guys right. later, later take care, Keith, bro. Thanks, bye. Keith.
1: bye buddy so marco i think this might be a good time for a, for a quick break
4: It is now time for a tequila break.
1: When we come back, we got Top 10 Tuesday coming up and some other stuff. So, thank you, and we'll be right back.
2: I actually don't disagree with Dwayne. Lex Luger is very deserving. Yeah. I love Luger. He was one of them.
1: All right, we are back. Thank you for up. indulging us for a little uh, piss break. I think Kyle needed a smoke, but we're all good. Narge, we had a hell of a chat with Keith, man. I mean, it wasn't exactly an interview, but it's great to have him call in, man.
2: I love Keith. Talk about a great personality. He's got a voice for radio. Um,
1: and a face for radio. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> <All> right,
2: Keith. <laughs> you, got, you hit the soundboard, Mark. It's oh, not yeah. working. It's volume up. Volume's up. I checked. No, I muted his ass. I Give me a rim shot. Go for it. Oh, that's weird. That- hey! All right.
4: With the sound bar problems we had earlier, I had everything <laughs> down to the minimum so we could do this. Speaking Understand. of a face for radio, Kyle Reed is back. Hey, hey welcome you. back, How's Kyle. Kyle. <laughs> going on? Hang on a minute. He's going he's gonna to play Here Comes the Bride.
3: <laughs> Probably. I have the chest for it. <laughs>
1: when people see Kyle, they say,
3: Oh, my.
1: Well, thank you, George Takei. <laughs> <laughs> or Takei. I don't know. I think it's Takei like toupee, I think is what he said I to William know. Shatner once. So. <laughs> yeah, it was probably the last time he spoke to him. Probably. I think right before he said, fuck you in the horse you rode right. in. Right. Fuck you in your starship. So something we haven't really gotten into a lot, Narj and Kyle. I'm going to make sure we bring Kyle in on this. Uh, this past Saturday, the Elimination Chamber Show, man. They tied up a lot of loose ends before WrestleMania.
2: Yeah, it wasn't a bad show. I mean, it, no, I it, it was a good it was, show. It was predictable. A lot of a lot of folks kind of shat on it on the internet, and I shared that on the page. Uh, thank you
1: for using the shat past tense. Of shat,
4: but not shat nerd on it. Well,
2: right. a, you know, <laughs> I was okay with it. I knew what to expect, and I think people get their hopes yeah. up for these Saudi shows. The thing is, these Saudi shows are just time killers.
1: These between. are for an audience of one, and that's the sheik of that's Saudi it. Arabia. There was not, or whatever exp- the royalty is.
2: When was the last time a belt changed hands on the show? I
1: think it was Brock over Strowman for the vacant Universal title when Roman got. Sick. I think it
2: might be the only time it's happened. Might it's be. happened once or twice, but it, do I'm you not... wait? Hang
1: on. Do you count when Braun won the Greatest Warrior One when they gave that big green belt? No, <laughs> that was a cool belt though.
2: I'm eating chips. I hope you get Was it?
1: Whatever. Was it? Was it March seventeenth when he got the green belt? No, I forget when
4: it was. It would have been kind of Irish of him. It would have been, but
1: what was your favorite match? Uh. F- Honestly, aside from one spot, my favorite match was probably Drew and uh, Madcap Moss. Well, yeah, that falls other than him anywhere. about
2: killing Moss. that, was...
1: that <laughs> Here's what it was. It was that inverted Alabama slam that Drew does yeah. where you take the face first, like flat bump, and Moss tucked. Tucked? And he, he shouldn't have. I
2: told Rachel the same. Rachel's like, well, he'd have taken it on his face. I'm like, yeah. That's what you're supposed that's to that's do. That's
1: what you're supposed to do. If you tuck, you're going to
2: break your neck. And from what I read, I guess the gorilla position was like super concerned. Yeah. They and were, then and that's why uh uh money or happy happy happy, corp, not money corp money but happy corp. <laughs> Happy jumped up there pulled him out killed gave time. him a little time yep. and he was good so yep. a lot of people that they, they think Madcap Moss has got potential Man, I think he's, so
1: he's got so much talent I don't like the Madcap gimmick No stupid that's a terrible name And I didn't like what they did with him with Mojo before that when he was his like his enforcer What are you looking at
2: well, I'm eating chips. I don't want you to hear. It oh, you don't tonight. want
1: to chew in the microphone. Okay, I got you. But no, Madcap's got a ton of talent, man. I can I've see muted Angel, you. I see big things out of Madcap coming up. But they got to change. They got to lose the Madcap name. And just go back to Riddick Moss, you know. But between that and uh, the uh, women's match, Lita and Becky was a damn good match. I thought.
2: Yeah, I thought Lita. <laughs> Thanks, Mark.
1: Uh, <laughs> Best producer in the business.
2: I really thought Lita had a shot. Based on the promo that we saw Monday night last week, I thought yep. Lita was going to beat Becky Lynch. Mm-hmm. I didn't think she'd hold it till Mania. I thought maybe lose it on Raw.
1: Or at the Garden.
2: Or the Garden? Yeah. Why not? It makes sense. It doesn't hurt Becky any. You know what they could have done? Well, no, they couldn't have. Because when did, Bian- did Bianca win before or after?
1: Uh, before. Before. What? Well,
2: okay. So then Bianca could have came out. Cause some sort of no, baloney. Man.
1: But yeah. Bianca's the baby face.
2: Why no? But she could still come out, whip her hair around, you know, do a couple, and then Becky looks, and then a little roll up.
1: Nah, that's come on. This sounds really weird to say, but w that's almost too predictable
4: for the WWE. For, for the WWE, that's too predictable. I just
2: thought, wow. you know, Lita. Lita was the one. I was there at thirty-two, and Lita presented the belt. She was there. Right, Lita was the one. Yeah. And the promo on Monday led. Me, what I didn't like is the promo on Monday led me to believe she'd be around for a while, but then she did an interview a day or two later where she said like she had no plans after Saudi. Yeah. So, yeah. which was kind of, I I can't stand some of these folks. I wish Vince put a tighter leash on him. Uh, we talked earlier. Pat Tight, a tiger leash. A tighter leash. Tighter leash. Tighter okay. leash. This is Scott Steiner on Nitro. <laughs> <laughs> um. Pat oh, McAfee talking about Cody coming to WWE. That, I don't think that's, sh- you know, come on. What are you doing? Like, uh, don't do that.
1: Yeah, I think he's might be trying too hard to be the company guy there. Uh, don't do that. So I saw a
4: lot of traffic uh, on the page this mm-hmm. week. Uh, Narj actually tagged me in something I think he wanted me to actually fucking see. Yeah. Which uh, a lot of people, I don't remember if it was on our page or it was on a WWE commentary. <laughs> but uh, it chips. was a whole bunch of people. I mean, Dragon the WWE. For oh, it their was shitty. It fucking, was uh, raking oh over God. the coals, man.
2: I loved it. It was everything I thought and I, everything that Mark hates, and that's why I shared it. <laughs> here's the here's
1: the thing. But then you tagged me personally. I'm like,
2: because oh, I shit, knew I you to see appreciate this. it. Here's, I did.
1: <laughs> here's the thing, though. You th- you say it's something I'm I hate. i do not hate it. Here's the thing. Everybody thinks that I love WWE or I. You do. I am. You I am. You. That's your vibe. No, 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 I, had, no, 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 on, no, on, no, 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 I'm used to the WWE. Yeah. I know what they think, so I, I'm not surprised by anything they do.
2: I'm the eternal optimist and that's my problem.
1: Yeah, here's the thing. It, like with AEW. But you're not because you already hate the WWE for I what do, they're doing. do, but wrong. I
2: still tune in and okay. I go Come on, give you me can this. Do it, but, man.
1: Here's a, but here's the thing, and you'll agree with me, other than creative, it's a fucking good show. No, I get
2: the in ring works good. We yeah. we saw that last month. Right. Street profits are yeah. doing great things. RK, bro, all these guys are doing great things in the ring, but the the creative side is just
1: so lazy. Here's,
2: Mark, you and I could do it. Oh, yeah. I mean, we do it. When Tony, we're watching
1: it. if you need, Cody's gone. You need a new creative team. We're your guy. We're your we're your Russo and Ferrara for this. Yeah. Right, so Ray let's w. have
4: this conversation, okay? GCW. Uh huh. I don't see a lot of creative, and I'm not being a dick. I'm saying, though, those guys basically, they scrum some shit together, and then they beat the fucking tar out of each other. But is there an overarching storyline that matters in GCW?
2: And, no, it's because it's independent pro wrestling. They right. don't have a TV show, so there's no need for storyline. You literally tune in to watch. I mean, but is they that, do a pay-per-view that, once a month. Right, but is that the reason you like GCW? Not, Not necessarily. AEW, I, know. W, you know what I, I mean? like storylines, but mm-hmm. I get it with independent the, wrestling. They don't have a I TV show. The,
1: the indie guy in me loves just the oh shit. Oh. I loves oh, the, god! Just, it was an empty shot. Just Last the ring. Another one. But here's the thing, though. There's two guys in A in GCW that have the storytelling down to a science, and I think we'll both agree on this. Mm-hmm. Number one is Matt Cardona, easily. Number two. Oh. Number two, Effy.
2: Effy, yeah. And Effie did, does
1: long-term storylines. He did it with Cardona for, what, three, four months? Mm-hmm. And now then he did the thing with Jarrett for a couple months? And he's still
2: building it on Twitter. And now yeah, he's kind of starting a thing with Lauderdale. Really? Well, Yeah, where he's talking about Lauderdale's got to quit bringing in these guys for clout. Uh, yeah. But what I about this? See. Okay. GCW, Effie,
4: storyline, okay. Is a storyline the thing that's missing from GCW to get it to the level like it a multitude of others th- would see to an I, extent.
2: I think if you do, you got to have some sort of storyline. Something, yeah. Again, the other we talked about it, the other day with them hitting Kevin Gill with the light tube, right? That could
1: that could build to something.
2: The thing is, they don't have a TV deal, mm-hmm. so build some storylines where somebody's like, "This is entertaining television. We want to bring you on." I think YouTube's the right platform for that mm-hmm. right now.
1: Yeah. So when I, uh,
4: I I would agree with you there. YouTube is a. Uh, is an easy platform to develop anything you're trying to push. Now, so for GCW, if I'm not mistaken, everything they do is on this Fight TV platform as a pay-per-view, correct? Much, yeah. And do you guys think that maybe GCW should start thinking about, you know what? Let's let's put out, you know, half of our material in a, you know, free-to-view mode where people can see it Because there's a lot of people who love wrestling that might see it, but then they're turned off by, wait a minute, I don't know shit about you, and you want me to pay for you? Well,
2: what I don't understand is they're offering contracts to guys like Nick Gage, but then you've got somebody like EC3 Uh who's got himself and Braun Strowman, and he's like, hey, we've got a TV deal imminent. And then you've got the greatest independent company in all the United States, and they're... Ring of Honor? No, Ring of Honor sucks. (laughs) They're not even talking about a TV deal.
1: So... I agree with you. And also, Killer Cross, I heard, is involved in EC3's project, too. Which is, that's, that I had no problem. Those are three good guys to start yeah. a company with. Yeah. So, I think, I my mind goes back, and we're going to bring Kyle in here, because I, I feel bad we're coming of here. You're got- cool. You're He's, cool. So, when Ring of Honor was at its best, like, when I was really into it, it was 2004 through, like, 2009, I would say.
4: I thought he was going to say back when he was a wee one, just pulling off the britches and peeing in the toilet finally.
1: Well, that too. But But this is before they had a TV deal with HDNet from our Qings company, before they got Sinclair to buy them out and start running them on their shows. They would run local events, but they would film everything and sell everything on DVDs. So they would do the long-term storytelling, but it wouldn't be on television. So they kind of did the best of both worlds with that. They did what GCW is doing. With the storytelling that AEW and WWE should be doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you had CM Punk when he was there having a feud with Jimmy Rave. Jimmy Rave would try to scrape his straight-edge tattoo off and then have a dog collar match, which we'll get into, by the way. Yeah. And then the cage match built after that. They would build to things in different different cities. And like in the case of Rave and Punk, which is one of my favorite feuds, by the way, RIP Jimmy Rave. They had the cage match in Chicago, and I think I may have shared that match on our page before. But it was good. It was Punk's springboard to the world title, and everybody knew that. So Ring of Honor back when it was—not even when it was Feinstein, when it was Gabe Sapolsky, when it was Delirious running the show. Adam, You Pierce, mean
2: take a seat, Rob Feinstein, that guy? Catch a Predator, Rob. Feinstein? This is after after oh, okay. Rob Feinstein. This is
1: <laughs> this is delirious. Gabe Sapolsky, Adam Pierce. Yeah, Mark, you don't show. know
2: about this. One of the guys who ran yeah. one of these companies was on to catch, catch a Predator. A predator. Uh-huh. Yeah. and he got,
1: and he was a uh, he was a Predator. He was the Predator. For he what? wasn't the Predator
2: for the for right. the younger Predator. Is that the right? And he's still doing stuff in pro wrestling. Wait, wait, wait. He was he
1: was Predating
4: Predating whatever it's called. Yeah. Praying young on boys, young the fellas.
2: Young
1: people, wow. yeah. Wow. I don't but, think
4: I saw that episode.
1: <laughs> but Adam Pierce is currently an official with WWE. He's on the show every week. But he was the booker for Ring of Honor in 2008. Do you like 2009? that they put
2: Adam Pierce as kind of a little bitch on TV,
1: Mark? He I was wish they one did. of the greatest in WA teams. I Man, I wish they did more with Adam Pierce. He could
2: probably still go if he wanted to, right? He doesn't want to. They teased it
1: Adam Pierce about is, a year ago. Adam Pierce is very active on Facebook. Yeah, and he I does he does Q and A's all the time. I always shoot him questions. I asked him what his high game in bowling was one time. He didn't answer me, but he has. He no... probably told you I've never bowled high in my life. <laughs> I see what you did there. Mark but, has, but he seems very happy in his role with WWE. Different kind he of bowling. He doesn't seem to want to be back in the ring,
2: and uh, uh, which is good, I guess. Good for from, him from a. From a I don't what yet, you know, like a spirit standpoint. You're a guy who held the NWA title. People regard you as maybe one of the top five of all time. I'm gonna, and you're okay being a lackey on TV. He's not a lackey. He's, he's a, a, a he's a producer. He's but I'm going
1: But I will say this though, Adam Pearce really brought the prestige to the nwa world title that was missing after the tna stuff kind
2: of before all this right he was kind before of before all this yeah he his... was
1: the face of the nwa for several years
2: who's uh, tim storm right was he the, kind of the other
1: him and cabana yeah. it was pierce and cabana for a couple of years oh, trading up yes. title back that and scrub forth scrub on the dark order that doesn't Man, get work you know what <laughs> busted open does a podcast every sunday master's class where they take a subject and they break it down for about a half an hour and this past Sunday, they did a great episode on the most underutilized or underappreciated talents in the business. Nobody mentioned Colt fucking Cabana.
2: I don't understand because he has such a following. They but didn't mention the Coco
1: Cabana? They, how many shows have they run? Barry Manilow in this? <laughs> he used to use that song as his entrance in the Indies. I bet he did. But how many shows it's have they. How Cole, Cole, many Cabana? AEW shows have run in Chicago since Punk showed up? Yeah. I'm serious. I, how no, many,
2: we've had like two or three at least. And How many
1: of those has Cabana showed up on?
3: No,
2: no, I don't think any. Yeah. That is a
1: fucking crime, if you ask me. It is, and, I, th- and Tony Khan has some fucking answers to give. Years out ago, I mean, before uh-oh. he was I'm like, hot, baby. Mark is over here throwing
4: down the tequila C- shot glass C- Caban- at Tony Khan. And, and the
2: thing is, is Cabana's a guy who has a following, gets a pop. I worked a show with Cabana years ago, and he was kind of a dick. Yeah, uh, true. But, so I, I have a hard time shaking that. But again, we were a bunch of—I mean, we really were probably some backyarders, you know. But at the same time, we had other guys come in who had TV deals and were very respectful. And Cabana was just kind of like, "Why am I wasting my time here?" Mm. Well, we paid you; that's why you are wasting your time here. So, I have a hard time shaking that. But I agree with Mark. He's so, he's so good in the ring, great personality. The guy sells a ton of merch. It just yeah, but they're... if you are
4: if you're paid to do a job. You, you do, do the job
1: to, to the best of your ability. But you Cabana do does the job so much better than most of the people that are on the show right now. Well, but that's
4: fine. But we're talking. Yeah, my if show. You're getting paid X dollars and you agree to it because you have a manager who says, hey, man, they want to oh, give you a hundred bucks.
1: Cabana does his own booking
4: or well, he does. He makes an agreement to do it. Shut the fuck up and do it. And that's so all. My. So. All right. So. Hang Before on. we wrap up the I'm, show, because we I'm, are I'm, gonna, apt... I'm
1: trying to post a picture to the Facebook group
0: here.
4: Oh, shit. Don't go to the wrong folder on that phone of yours. I swear to God, brother. Nah. We still <laughs> have, we, we I'll have still, to find out later. We still
2: have it's a, a top 10. We did mention to Kyle trying That's to switch right. to eight. So That's we right. got time. Yep. I want to just got... real
4: quick. Okay. Just came up with this. Don't care what you fuckers think for a minute. Uh-oh. Uh. You're all you people listening live, and then those of you that will listen to the Dwayne. podcast... <laughs> And those of you will listen to the podcast on your various podcast platforms, Jumping Fine. the Rail podcast can be found on Facebook. That yes. is our primary way to contact us, find us, et cetera. What I want to see happen. Well, we can be seen on Twitter, but Facebook's where we do everything, right? right. That's so. True. So we're going to post a thread My beard tonight, tomorrow, uh, and we're looking for your absolute best wrestling related memes. I want to see them all. And in the next episode. No uh,
1: no parameters? Like categories?
4: There are no parameters. It has to be wrestling related. So there has to be a wrestler in the image or it has to be commentary about wrestling. I don't give a shit. Y'all can go off. You can do pictures of John Cena not knowing how to cook. I don't give a fuck. Take a picture of him and Peacemaker dancing. Give me a gif. I don't care. Okay. We want the best you have. We will see all these things. And at some point in the next episode, which is March 8th, gives you guys 14 days. We're going to discuss those, and we're going to find what we think is the funniest, and we're going to find what the most accurate
1: of them is. I don't know. I think I may have caught funniest already today, which was the uh, cowboy shit one with Adam Page, then Brock Lesnar, then Austin Theory with Brock's fucking hat on. I liked
2: the Cody one I shared that, uh, you know, they were uh, Toby McGuire, and it was Cody but then at the bottom with the clear vision was, uh, was
4: Logan
1: Paul. <laughs> Logan Paul. <laughs> yeah. that was good. I, I saw that,
4: yeah. but I challenge to the listeners, all, right. all of you, Brown M M&M, and M baby. Let's do that. Cause that, you know, that'd be fun. And also doesn't like matter. It's just fun. Yeah. It's fun. So
1: before we get into top 10, there's something that we have not been paying proper attention to, and you're probably going to kill me for that. This is hurtful, but, uh, you're empty, buddy. <laughs> I'm empty. Uh, We don't have an episode coming up before March 6th, Narge, which means that we're not going to have something before Revolution, which is AEW, next pay-per-view. So, number one, Paige and Cole, world title. Give me a prediction, both of you.
2: I think Adam takes it already.
1: You can't say Adam. They're both named Adam. Cole, baby. (laughs) If Murray's listening, that's
2: his favorite. It's Adam Cole, baby. I want to ask you this before we get to Kyle, though, shoot, because we would be fucking up if we didn't say it. Tony Khan has announced he's got a huge announcement coming. Now you know how Tony's huge announcements go; they're usually
0: <laughs> yes.
2: But he said it's not a signing; it's a uh, it's it's something. So what's he doing? Do you think we have a new Japan deal? That's what I'm wondering. Mark is he said it would be something different. I I hope it's not. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. What any thoughts?
1: Man, I don't know. I mean, it's hard to say. It's not a signing. It's not a signing. I read
2: earlier. He said that the. uh, The uh, the forbidden door uh, swings both ways, which is a weird way to put it. Tony. (laughs) So so, but but the forbidden doors always swing both ways. So what does that mean? Mark says, give him another Coke.
1: Maybe Uh, uh, maybe somebody's going to mania.
2: Could be. At what point do we get Okada? That's 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 got to come. That's, that's got to come. Right. I can't believe it hadn't happened yet.
1: If he's he's the world champion though, right now in New Japan. I don't. I think they wait till he drops the title. Did
2: you see the tournament they announced? What what's the New that Japan for? Cup? Yeah. I don't think I I've knew ever seen. You would know.
1: I'd never seen the field that large for the New Japan Cup. It was always like a sixteen man tournament. That's like a thirty guy tournament right now.
2: And a lot of them have some buys. I see Minro Suzuki. He's uh, he's got a buy. He'll be in G C W for yeah, five shows. They again. got
1: announced in two. I wish he was coming to Chicago. Have they announced the Chicago show yet?
2: Dwayne Carter Rampage going to two hours would be awesome. I absolutely agree. I think That'd be Rampage good, would be great. But, but they'd have to change the time slot though. To Saturday at six oh five. Yes. That was my idea. No.
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> that was an official JTR idea. <laughs> yeah. Tony, I know you listen. I don't know. I, uh,
2: Tony has a huge announcement again. I love Tony Khan. AEW is my favorite big promotion. But Tony usually, I'm just you know, last week, two weeks ago, Keith Lee, that's not a you know, Keith Lee looked like fat we, Albert. We didn't get into there.
1: Keith Lee, and
2: and we don't need to. He uh, needs no. to get into Jenny Craig. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm fat, and I'm you know, shaming we're the ass we're both
1: we're both fat guys. But <laughs> he think, looked terrible. He he was. And it's not even that he was. We've seen him at his best in NXT. Survivor Series a couple no, years back. I'll do you better. Royal Rumble when he was with Brock.
2: That was great. I was there at Survivor Series Live, so I and thought that was great. But yeah. I don't
1: know if it's just a time off. He just let himself go. But He got married. He got married, too. <laughs> well,
2: you would have thought, though, with the wedding. I remember when I got married a couple years ago. That was the time where I'm like, I'm hitting the gym. I'm going to look good in the pics. He's like, well, I'm just going to swell up, and who cares? I just like, made right. sure
1: the tux was baggy enough to hide <laughs> Any belly I had, but I just wanted to make sure I could hide two fists of fireball in mine. So bingo. But Keith, though, number one, I'm a big Keith Lee fan. I've been since he was with Ring of Honor. He's great. But I I don't have a I didn't have a stopwatch. But that match with was it Cassidy or was Isaiah it Isaiah Cassidy, Cassidy? he
2: did a fantastic job. Yeah,
1: Cassidy made Keith look like a star. But Keith Lee, he blew up after three minutes.
3: Terrible, Kyle. Did you see the match? I didn't see the match. I read about it, Um, saw pictures, but I wasn't impressed that that was the "quote unquote" big announcement. That's what I'm saying. Was
2: Keith Lee? He
3: was leaning on the ropes, Kyle. After I mean, he did
2: the big toss, Mark, and I think anybody who's not a fan, yeah, anybody who's not a fan doesn't understand. That's Isaiah Cassidy doing most of the work.
1: Yeah, he's He's doing. He jumped. He flipped. He landed.
2: Yes, that's like
3: the Miz with the celebrities. Yeah, yeah, Miz is going to do the work.
1: Yes but with Keith Lee the uh, number one Keith Lee was only half of the surprise. Jay White was the other. And I'm thrilled that both of them went to AEW. But collectively or separately, they're not a giant surprise.
2: No, a lot of people on the internet kind of shit on the Jay White or Jay White thing. And you Jay. know me,
1: I'm a big Jay White fan.
2: Yeah, I think he's good, but like somebody said, he's already been an impact a couple of times since, right. you know.
1: He's been kind of making the uh making comments lately. He's trying to build the Bullet Club back up. He's, For those that don't know, he is the leader of the Bullet Club in Japan, in New Japan Pro Wrestling. In Impact, he's got it going with Chris Bay from Impact. And I apparently after the pay-per-view was Gallows and Anderson.
2: That's what I was going to tell you. He kicked out G-O-D. Tama so.
1: and uh, Lola got kicked out of the Bullet Club. Tama's an original member.
2: Yeah. So now he's brought in these guys. And he's, so.
1: and he's rolling with Adam Cole and the Bucks, apparently, in AEW. So...
2: Well, what somebody suggested is Cole is bringing in all these guys who had issues with Kenny Omega at one point, which makes sense. Jay White's got issues, uh Red Dragons got issues, right. you know, so You know what?
1: I love it if it's a slow burn. I don't know how much Ring of Honor you watched back in 20 None. So Adam was Adam Cole was the leader <laughs> of the Ring of Honor wing of the Bullet Club. It was Cole Page Mar- uh the Young Bucks. It wasn't Marty Scurll yet. Cody not Cody yet. Oh, but he sucks. Basically, there was an angle where Cole lost the Ring of Honor World Title to Daniels in Ring of Honor, and then Omega kicked him out of the Bullet Club, and the Bucks uh, super kicked him, and Marty Skrull showed up and took a spot. So, and that right after that is when he went to WWE. Like he had, a, I think he had like a match with Marty afterwards for the TV title, but then he went to WWE and Baby. NXT. So they never got that payoff, really, with him and Omega. So I was hoping when he showed up at All Out in, what was it, September? I was hoping that he was going to come in, not even necessarily as a babyface, but I wanted him to come in against the Bucks and Omega because they had that, that, the term again, long-term storytelling. Yep. But they wound up putting him back with the Super Elite, they called it. And I'm and I like what they do with the Super Click, him and the Bucks together. They make a great team they have since they were in PWG together. But if this is a a slow burn to get Omega or get Omega to get Cole his payback against the Bucks and Omega for what they did in Ring of Honor, you're okay with it? I do the Chef's Kiss, baby. And it's coming.
2: I I really think all out next year. It's in, Cole and Omega in Chicago. Yeah, it's Cole and Omega. If I know you, do, I know you know what I say about all out in chicago they're building the colon omega though everybody knows that i think
1: they'll i think i agree i think they are building to that but i think tony will get excited and he'll rush it and he'll do it in uh at full gear not maybe not full maybe double or nothing yeah because that's kind of their their biggest show is double or nothing
2: let me ask you this shoot Uh, jim Cornette. a lot of people have been very critical about adam
1: cole's look do you have a problem with it I do think he could use a little more size. You
2: think he's been eating cheeseburgers too much? A lot of people say kind he looks he's kinda,
1: doughy. He's got the dad bod, but no no children.
2: He's easily... Kyler asked me the other day. Kyler, shout out. Yes, That's because dad
1: bods are in. Yeah, you can, they are. But you can tell where he was at the PC. Yeah. He's there every day working out. And he's not doing it. He's not doing that now.
2: He's got Britt Baker. That's enough workout. That's, that's push ups, man. That's, that's the work. That's <laughs> the work. That's the work. Hey, that's There's no weight training there. He's not bench pressing That's great over the his best head. workout. But uh, like I told Kyler, the Adam, good doctor. Shout Adam, out to Britt Baker. Adam Cole is easily my favorite wrestler.
3: I'll go with Adam Cole. Right now. I'm sick of In AEW. Oh, oh,
1: hang on. Got Hook a... is number two. We have a dissenting take. Kyle, why sure are you that. sick of Adam Cole?
3: Because every time you turn around, you hear about Adam Cole. I yeah, want bae-bae. somebody to beat the tar out. What the hell is that? I think the
4: people agree with you.
3: There it is. I want (laughs) Hangman to beat the tar out of Adam
2: Cole. Hangman, a lot of folks, they don't think he's got the personality for it, and I don't know if he's growing into it. He's got
3: cowboy shit. He's good. He does have cowboy shit. He's
2: great in the ring. He's absolutely fantastic in the ring. I've been a fan since Ring of Honor. I had no problem, though, if Lance Archer beat him.
1: Oh yeah. That Texas death match? I would have been fine if Archer would have won the. I belt hate from him.
2: that they're jobbing Archer out. Yeah, I sucks. think I think they're trying to
1: run him out of the company.
2: He's a guy that they could have surprised us and beat.
1: You him. know whose fault that is.
2: Vince McMahon?
1: No. <laughs> Damn it, Tony. Tony. You leave Tony alone. I, Fucking Tony. Come on, man. Tony.
2: Tony, so you the don't answer? like
3: Tony. You're not an Adam Cole guy. You're an Adam I'm Page an guy. Andy. Yeah, I'm an Adam Page guy.
2: Uh, all right, Mark. Who should be the heavyweight champion in AEW? <laughs> Absolutely.
1: Honestly, I mean, number one, I don't think he's a heel. No, the, he's over. He's not a heel because people like are cheering Rover, him. Baby. People are chanting his name, doing his catchphrase. He's not a heel. He like was Stone never a heel in NXT. Stone Cold was no. supposed
3: to be a bad guy, and everybody cheered him.
1: Exactly. But they're still trying to push him as a heel because he got him running with the Bucks and with Red Dragon. I
2: want to see Colin Danielson. That's the match I want to see.
1: You know what I want? And this will sound very cliche. I want Colin Punk. Colin Punk would be great. But you know promos.
2: I think Danielson's more over than Punk,
1: right? He's better in the ring. I don't know. I mean, MJF has given Punk a hell of a rub right now.
2: He is, but MJF again. So we've talked about this on the show before. MJF. Right here on the microphone, mm-hmm. number one, nobody better. In the ring, meh. So, the Wardlow thing's coming. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. After definitely. this Punk thing, it's Wardlow and MJF. Definitely. That's where we're at. So.
1: so you mentioned MJF. I mentioned Punk. So Punk put out the challenge for the dog collar match for uh, uh, fucking pay-per-view. Revolution. Revolution. Thank you. The, <laughs> the dog oh, collar the that Revolution. Punk brought out of that little shoebox looked Weak as hell, man. Looked
2: like he was going to walk Scrappy.
1: Right. Uh, for those that don't know, Scrappy is Marco's Chihuahua. Scrappy was our first producer. Yes. He's the Taco the Bell offici- dog. Mark adopted the him official years ago dog. Taco
2: Bell threw him out.
1: Scrappy is the official dog of jumping to rail. Hey, yo, kiro the hell jumping out of Jumping to trail?
2: Mark, Mark's had too much.
1: I've had like, four tequila <laughs> shots, baby. Jumping <laughs> the rail. T- tequila, Mark.
3: <sighs> now that would be a shirt worth owning. <laughs> yeah, right you're welcome.
1: So, <laughs> you fall down now, you go boom.
3: Yes, I Kyle has done it.
2: <laughs> and I have a
1: I have a prototype of the Tequila Narge t-shirt that has not been done yet. I have it coming. When it's done, I'm going to have a picture on our Facebook page. If you like it, I'm going to try to arrange to sell those. <laughs> you
4: you do realize I have really
1: good pictures of
4: Tequila Nards.
2: That's a giveaway right there, I think. let
1: <laughs> so, mine's a mine's a prototype. So if you got better pictures, I can put them into the picture. Not so, as
2: good as John Cena's prototype. No.
1: Uh,
3: all right. good. We're uh, getting off the rails. A little bit. We we
1: so, them. What's so the keep, top
3: ten? Go ahead. Oh, yours, but. Uh, hey. What hey, number one? Whose Kyle's show is this? Here to keep us Kyle's on. like, look, motherfuckers, I got to <laughs> hey, go home, man. Hey, I got, got shit to, kill. to do. You could
1: forget what we're doing. Hey, about. our show.
4: Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> Pipe Somebody down, boy. Somebody said the word.
1: <laughs> I got one more thing on I Revolution before we move on. All right, go ahead. The women's title, Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa.
2: It's time for Thunder Rosa. Man. Thunder Rosa, I agree. She looked great last week yeah. in the yellow and the. Oh
1: yeah, she looked like Bruce Lee.
2: Hey, uh, I want to shot. So, I love we're all we're all married movies. individuals. Yes, um, not Marco. Marco I, 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 is um, happily single. He's looking, ladies.
4: Yes, I am. I am happily looking for my third wife. Oh, I want to
2: talk my. about Thunder Rosa and her. I believe it's either an OnlyFans or a Patreon with Gabby Laspiza from Busted, As oh you, you have love not your Gabby. seen Gabby. Gabby is delightful. Gabby's not for you, Mark, but Gabby's for me, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Gabby she, got she, got that, du- but. she got dumps like a truck. Gabby yeah. is uh, the,
1: uh, for those that don't know, she's the producer of the Busted Open show on SiriusXM. And my goodness. She's a very, very pretty girl, but she's also a very capable producer. I want to make sure I put that out there. I don't want her to mm-hmm. kick my ass. But she's very feisty. She'll put... The in is place where I can't, where I know I would.
2: Her and Thunder Rosa, though, have, like I said, a page. Yeah.
1: Gabby's yeah, awesome.
2: It's and, Is and she, Thunder
4: Rosa related to Amorosa from the Donald Trump bullshit? No, Thunder
1: Rosa, two words. Two so, words. so Rosa's her. Oh, okay. Because Amorosa is a fucking
2: dance. I want to shout out Thunder Rosa. We watched Warrior Wrestling about two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. She took Athena, who used to be Ember Moon, to yes. a 30-minute time limit draw. Fantastic match. And what I want to shout out is the end of that match.
1: I think I know what you're talking about. She
2: called out the fans. Uh Some of those fans and Cicero were some racist chants to uh, Athena. Unacceptable. 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 And Thunder Thunder Rosa let them know. These women were in there busting their ass to entertain them, and did not deserve it. And I 100% agree.
1: Absolutely. We've
2: been around wrestling fans long enough to know that there's all kinds.
1: There's always one bad apple,
2: but there's always one that runs it. When we were in Chicago for GCW, yes. there was one yelling at the lady, uh, Kylie Ray. Kylie Ray, yeah. And shout out to John Wayne Murdoch and Reed Bentley. They came out ready to mm-hmm. beat this. Fan's they were ass. They were ready, man. They were for ready. Kylie Ky- Ray. Yeah. And that's the thing. Realize when you're running your mouth to the talent in the ring, they've got thirty in the back who love them huh. and are willing to it's, come out front. It's kinda
4: like us. We family. Don't yeah. fuck
2: this yes. up. And that's the thing. Family, baby. You were you were not being funny. You're not being creative. You're not being anything but an asshole. That's right. And
4: a piece of shit.
2: Wrestling is such an inclusive sport anymore. Thanks to guys like Effie, mm-hmm. Perot, all these other guys. Nick out Gage. There. Nick Gage. Nick Gage. yeah.
1: Somebody, Nick, Nick Gage, I'm sorry, I don't mean to interrupt, but Nick Gage always gets on the mic after the show, and he's, it, you know, F-bombs are plenty. He has, always. But, he, but always. he's a fan person. He's, he's a, a fan He's a crowd person. person. He's a And he's, he's a very positive yes. person with yes. what he talks about. And he's paid his dues. You know, he made yeah. his mistakes, you know, and he owns up to that. But he's very positive to the fans and grateful to the fans. So he knows he knows what's up. There are people in the – crowd that has maybe one too many PBRs at the GCW shows or a few too many Terramanis. The, the guy
2: sitting next to us who had never been to a show before yeah. and downed a little pint of whatever it was. He was one of the fuckless people. And I do. mean, he thought he was he told me at one point, he looked at me, he said I'm going to go up there and fuck with those guys. You know what, who was in the ring, Mark? Who was in the ring? Mark and Jay Briscoe. <laughs> I, I looked know. at him and I said, Please do. I go would, you die. I can go ahead and <laughs> die now. If
1: I'd have heard that, I would have given the guy twenty dollars to go and slap Jay Briscoe in the face. And I don't
2: know. You were in the back at this point, but he walked up during that match. Or no, it was he, so he did. He fucked around and he came back. And then they had the death match with Cologne, uh, Jimmy Lloyd, Nate Webb, and Nate Webb. And he went up <sighs> to the ring and smacked his hands Excuse on the ring me. by the light bulbs, and the referee about jumped his shit.
1: The referees don't fuck around either. No,
2: and that's the thing. These guys are families. When you're in there talking all this shit, especially to the women, there are so many guys in the oh, back man. who are ready to talk Stop you Stop
1: being no an asshole. Yeah. Do you remember, and I know this isn't fans per se, Heat Wave 2000 ECW, when the main event came out, it was Dreamer against Justin for the title.
2: Was this the stairway to? No, no, no. no this, not that that one. was
1: Guilty as Chart. This was okay. just a just a match. Francine's out with Justin, and the uh, XPW guys were out in the crowd. Oh, I remember, yeah. And one of them got a little fresh with Francine. The entire ECW locker room emptied out and came down to ringside, and they chased the guys out to the parking lot. Yeah, and why not? And and this is – I'm talking Boss Mahoney, New Jack. uh, Crazy, crazy guys. The people you do not want angry at you came out.
3: New Jack just by himself. I'm like, no, thank you. Right,
1: because he'd have a shopping cart full of – Fucking weapons.
2: Well, and we, we've we talked about this. I talked to Mike uh, Supernova, uh-huh. and he had mentioned that. Hopeful guest. Yeah. We we had mentioned at one point when XPW showed up there, and New Jack and the guys beat the shit out of their crew in the back. And Mike had told me that's a legit story. Those guys showed up, disrespected their locker room, and got their ass beat in the back. But yeah. long story short, public service announcement. Don't go to the shows and be a racist Misogynistic asshole. Because more than likely, somebody's going to come out and tell you where the fuck to go.
1: Which is a good rule in in general for people. Just in life, it's a well, good anywhere, rule yeah. If you're going to piss somebody off, odds are somebody's going to hear you that can kick your ass. Yeah.
2: You're, you're make paying, sure.
3: Paying make sure if you're going to watch say the dumb show, shit, not open your. That's mind. right. That's right. But you you know, pay, if you're yeah. going to
4: say dumb shit, you better make sure you're surrounded by it's a bunch of other dumb shits like you, because smart fuckers won't take your shit. Yeah.
1: With
2: that, Mark, let's get to our special February top ten list. All right. So dun,
1: dun, I don't. Dun, 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 dun. So I don't know if you guys are aware of this. February is Black History Month. <clears throat> yes, indeed. Not exactly a newsflash. So I thought it was appropriate if we were to do the top ten African American wrestlers of all time.
2: Fantastic.
1: And uh, this was kind of tricky for me because I had nine easy choices and then one that was. Kind of, I was on the fence between two guys. You asked me, and so I'd, me have, ask I'd,
2: have done a, I'd have done a dual number 10, but I didn't want to tell you that. I know so, you got to pick. So, so, so hang on, on man, hang on. Do we do so it on an the 11, first, top the 11? the first nine
4: were easy. Is that what you said? Yes. yes. Okay. But then the number
1: one wasn't. No, no, no. no uh, just, number, uh, ten. number 10. Not was. number one. Just out of oh. the 10 guys, one of them was easy.
4: So you have or, 11 yeah. people you want to put in.
1: Right, I have an honorable mention. Ladies and
4: gentlemen, for tonight, and tonight only, the first time ever in JTR history, we have tonight's top 11, (laughs) and starting at number 10, tied for number 10 are...
1: Well, we'll we'll call it an honorable mention, just to be fair. I'm going with the guy who Tony Khan doesn't know how to use. Former two-time, two-time? Maybe three-time, Ring of Honor World Heavyweight Champion, Jay Lethal.
2: You did right there. You asked me the two guys. I told you the two guys. I think Lethal's 11. Yeah. Just based on Ring of Honor impact, I think you know that that's where he's made
1: his splash. Right, right. You know a lot about Jay Lethal? Tom? I know of Jay Lethal, yes. i never seen the guy have a bad match. I haven't either. Uh, the match he had when he won the world title in Ring of Honor from Jay Briscoe was a fucking classic, if you ask me. And I'm not saying that because I'm biased towards Ring of Honor. But, yeah, everything he's done is great. And he showed up at AEW as a surprise at the pay-per-view. And then he's basically been on Dark and Elevation ever since. And it just pisses me off because they don't know what they have with him. They're wasting
2: it. You bring him out, a surprise. Has he been on Dynamite? uh, Dynamite Only
1: Only in the Battle Royal. Okay.
2: So he did the Sammy match, right? The and then the battle the roll, and that's oil. it.
1: That's it. Waste. Absolutely
2: Awful. You've got other guys out there. No business.
1: Yeah. yeah. So moving on from that. So my, uh, I kind of shuffled them up a little bit. The guy I had, other than lethal, they were going to be my number. You moved him tonight. They were gonna. It was for my number six spot, basically. Okay. So starting with my number ten, I've got a guy from from the old days, from the '60s, uh, Bearcat Wright. He was a guy from the uh, from the West Coast. Worked with Freddie Blassie. He, basically, he's there because he was one of the first.
2: The namesake of Keith Lee.
1: The namesake of Keith Lee.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Mark's the only person that knows this guy.
1: That's not. There's people <laughs> twice my age that know who Bearcat Wright was. <laughs> who, Marco? <laughs> well, wrestling fans half my, twice my age that know who Bearcat Wright was. All right, number nine. I got the guy who actually I posted a, a thing about today. Uh, Luther oh. Lindsay who was a guy from the 50s and 60s through the 70s. Uh, the first African-American really to main event at a major territory. Uh, He worked with everybody, worked at every territory, the Carolinas, Pacific Northwest, L.A. He worked with Luthez. And he's actually a guy who passed away in the ring. And that's the thing I, can't, I posted on crazy. Facebook in 1974, I think it was. And he literally died during a pin. <laughs> he pinned the guy. And then afterwards, he just didn't get up. And it was crazy. But you listen to – you hear guys like Mark Henry and Booker T talk extremely glowingly about Luther Lindsay. And he's a guy I never got to see, like, work. Like, there's not a lot of video about the guy. But just for the impact that he made, I put him on at number nine. Number eight, I've got the world's strongest man, Mark Henry. Yep. And I would have had him higher, but his real impact didn't happen until later in his career.
2: Oh, yeah. When he – I mean, he became a Hall of champ, Pain right? stuff. Yeah, the Hall oh. of Pain was – that was it.
1: Former World Heavyweight Champion, current... Uh, he's,
2: he was an ECW champion too, right? Yeah, ECW right. champion, European champion. Or WECW. W-E-C-W, W-E-C-W it,
1: yeah. yeah. And now he's the third banana on AEW Rampage. It's time for the main event. Yeah. Is, Terrible. I mean, Mike, is he happy with that? I
5: mean,
2: <laughs> can't he can't be, be can he? <laughs> and
1: but, where's Paul White been?
2: I don't know. All but, right, I'm getting but off.
1: Also, but also, for, not for nothing, Mark Henry does a fantastic job on Busted Open. Oh, he does love He's on Fridays and Saturdays. If you ever get a chance to listen on Sirius, yep. All right, number seven. I've got the big cat, Ernie Ladd, former football player from the '60s in the AFL. First booker, first African American booker in a major territory for Mid South.
2: He might have been the first African uh, gentleman into the WWE Hall of Fame as well. I'm pretty sure he was early on.
1: He was early. I, I'm not sure if he was. Early. I'm not sure if he was before Bobo. But it might have been same class. Might be. I have to do some research on yeah. that one.
3: See, I'm testing you. phone out. Kyle,
1: how how are you feeling about these picks so far?
3: I'm good with them so
2: far. Thanks. I have one. I can't we'll wait to get done because I've got one that's you know I want to throw in. But go ahead. Okay. We'll see. I bet Mark doesn't have him.
1: All right. So Ernie Lab was number seven. Number six. This is the one that I had problems with. NARGE. All right. I got the Almighty uh, Bobby Lashley, the former WWE champion.
4: The guy that's currently just recently former Burnt Shoulder or something yeah. like that? Yeah, okay.
1: Champ,
2: not only Champ, did a WrestleMania with Donald Trump, was a Bellator champion. I mean, he's done a little bit of every, Impact champion, and that's yeah. where we talked.
1: He held other, everything in Impact at the same time.
2: Yeah, you asked me the other day between him and Lethal, and I thought, all right, Impact, both Impact champions. But Lashley was a WWE guy. He's been a multiple-time Champ. So he was. De- I think he was definitely ahead of lethal.
1: Plus, he's got the amateur pedigree too. Yeah, where he's just a legit. The only thing he's always badass. been missing
2: is is the
3: mic work, and that's where MVP comes in right. and does a great job. Yeah. Now, ever since his uh, interview on Broken Skull Ranch or Broken Skull Sessions, I, that's changed my whole opinion about him. I don't that's know if any of you have listened to it. That show has done a great yeah. job to change my opinion on a lot of people. I agree. Actually. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: There's one I haven't I haven't watched the one from Saturday yet with Ron Simmons, but we'll get to him later. Yeah, uh, number five I've got the legend Bobo Brazil, uh, first probably first African American superstar in wrestling. He was out of the Detroit area, did a lot of work for Vince McMahon Sr. Uh, worked all the major territories and just the it was probably the first big African American babyface. Because that wasn't a big thing back in the in the 60s and 70s. To have the black guys be the, the good guys. You know right. what I mean? So he was uh, very much a trailblazer. And he was uh, James Dudley, you mentioned earlier. He was the guy that managed Bobo for Vince.
2: Okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. A lot of my Bobo was years ago when ESPN had ESPN Classic. They'd show yeah. some old wrestling. And Bobo was always kind of one of the guys on there. Yeah. So, All
1: right. Number four. And this might get a little bit of backlash from you. I've got the six-time, six-time, six-time world heavyweight champion. Was that six times? Six, six times. Six? The great Booker T. I've got it at number four.
2: No, no back. I think Booker T. I mean, Booker T is one of those guys. that She's,
4: He's a name. He's had, a big name.
2: Yeah. Had WCW continued, Booker T is the guy that could have led that company. Oh, yeah. Easily. Um, Transitioned great over to WWE. I mean, people... A lot of people probably saw him in WWE and don't even realize he had a WCW career. So Uh, Yeah, yeah.
4: I agree. Because I knew him from WWE only. Exactly. Right.
3: I remember him in WCW. Yeah.
1: I remember. I was a big fan of Harlem Heat.
2: I loved Harlem Heat.
1: And uh, then when he moved on to the stuff with Benoit doing the TV title and then just seeing him progress to the world championships and everything, it was just awesome to see.
0: You know who they
2: talked about the other day? Was it him and Rick Martell? Yeah, Rick Martel tried to. He almost had a. got injured.
1: but yeah.
2: Martel and Booker put on some great matches. They had at a great season Yeah,
1: this was early '98. I want to say. Yeah. but yeah, Martel had a freak injury, broke his leg in a in a match on a pay per view, and Booker wound up uh, getting the title back.
2: And Martel was. They were. They were gonna. They were ready to push him again. Yeah. So, unfortunate. Uh, He's another guy. Hall of Fame. Oh, absolutely. How does Rick Martel
1: absolutely in, so. man? All right, so Booker's number four. Number three. Number three. Number three, I got the first-ever African-American world heavyweight champion. Damn. Mr. Ron Simmons. Uh, Farouk, for those that don't know him from WCW, just if you look up badass in the dictionary, you're be, you're probably going to find a picture of Ron Simmons in there.
2: He's a guy I wouldn't mess with. And uh, you were talking about the Steve Austin Broken Skull Sessions, and he actually – I watched that clip of him talking about his win – over who should be a Hall of Famer, Vader, and he said, "Look at the crowd." He says, "Just not the African American fans." He said, "It was all the fans loved it. That mm-hmm. place went ballistic." Yep. And he said he still, to this day, thirty years later, gets letters from people who said they inspired. He his win that night inspired yep. these young African American gentlemen. Yep. Today
1: he is uh, him and excuse me tequila. <laughs> He and Bradshaw are both going to be at the uh, Square Circle Expo in Indianapolis. He's one of the guys I'm really looking forward to meeting. That's awesome. He's
2: loved. I remember as a kid, they played it on WCW. Oh, yeah. You know, I didn't appreciate Vader as much then. I'm a huge Vader guy now. Huge Vader mark. But back then, I was like, oh, man, Ron Simmons.
1: I woke up on a Sunday morning. My brother stayed up later than me. I was this was 92. I was 10 years old. I woke up the next morning and. My brother's John says, "Hey, uh, Vader lost the world title last night," and I said, "Really? Did Sting beat him? Because it was supposed to be Sting." <laughs> would have made sense, yeah. But I said, "No, it was Ron Simmons." I was like Ron Simmons, really? <laughs> and because I didn't appreciate him back then, but yeah, he's like, "Yeah, Ron Simmons was like a surprise drawing in a lottery, and he won the world title from Vader," and it just blew my mind.
2: I'll never forget it. He hit that power slam and does yep. the double pump, and the, then you the know. Vader bump. He always yeah. did
1: that where he would jump up and let. Like Sting or Vader or oh, yeah. Vader or Luger or somebody. Just catch him and turn him over in that bot power slam. It was awesome. Oh yeah. Uh oh, my phone screaming out. <laughs> All right. So Ron Simmons is a very deserving number three. Number two <laughs> Number two, I got the first main adventure in mid South Wrestling, uh Junkyard Dog. Junkyard Dog. The J Y D. Wow. Okay. Grab them cakes, baby. <laughs> He's a guy who could have held the
2: belt. Had Hogan not been there back in the day, JYD was here's, over.
1: Here's the problem I hear a lot of JYD. And JYD in Mid-South was fucking world beater. Yep. Insanely good. By the time he got to WWE, he'd start to kind of let himself go a little bit. He was up to about 300 pounds and not quite as athletic as he was in Mid-South.
2: Remember him in WCW?
1: Yeah. He, he was real. He put, it on, he put <laughs> it on a little bit in WCW. But he was, when I was five years old, he was one of my favorites. I was I had the LJN. Action yeah, it was figure. one of my first LJNs. Was JYD oh, I saw running around with the chain yep. doing the juke, you know. So he was always really high on my list. Uh, Kyle, you remember JYD at all? Oh yeah,
3: I I had one of his figures as well when I was a kid. He's the head the head bump a head bump. Yeah. All right. But, so we've heard.
0: You well, have the
2: drum
4: heard, roll, Mark. You're, no, hang on, hang on no? No, no, not yet, not yet. No, all right. we've heard your top nine plus your. You honorable, call mention? honorable mention okay so I got one so I want to know Kyle you've heard everybody yeah but the number one the number one is a secret at this moment if you were to choose the number one who would it be
3: it's already been said who my choosing would be was oh. Ron Simmons Ron Simmons
4: oh, was your yeah. number one okay yeah, my number one right. Nard, Dwayne the
2: Rock Johnson Dwayne Johnson I know nice. he's only he's half but it counts. He qualifies. He counts. qualifies. That's right. I've That's got right. one who didn't make the list, and we'll get to that at the end. Okay. But he's not okay. number one, but he should be on the list. But yes, okay. Wayne Johnson. Right. So, so
4: and my my number one mm-hmm. would probably be the guy named Mr. T, because he's in the Hall of Fame. He did a lot of stuff back in the eighties that 80. you know got him where he got.
0: Uh, I do love Mr. You know, T. I love I don't Mr. Know his, T.
4: Hey, Narge, I don't. I don't know his wrestling acumen. I just know of all the wrestlers right. in the history
2: of wrestling that are. Black. Oh, he can't wrestle for shit. But. No, but the dude was
1: Narge Tweeted Mr. T. to try to get him to come on the show. I have
2: Mr. T. shorts. I have shorts with his face on them. I wear Mr. T. on my crotch.
1: Well, that's because you know you have this thing. No, that's weird. Uh, and I hope he doesn't hold that against us if he ever <laughs> keeps... <laughs> Hey,
4: that might be what gets him. To, he's like, oh, you got my. I pity the fool if you, he holds that against. That's us. That's it. All right,
1: Redman. All right. Drum roll and roll. My number one for the greatest African American wrestler of all time, the purveyor of the fine Terramana tequila that Man, we had it's earlier it's today, eight. nine time, to- ten time world heavyweight champion, the People's Champion, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. If if you cannot
2: my, disagree if, at all, if you were my son Murray, he'd say, "I smell what he's cooking." <laughs>
1: I have if a lousy of smell. You smell what he's
4: but... cooking it in. Yeah, it smells
1: but like potato. The, <laughs> the guy made himself basically doing, when he came in doing the Rocky Maivia thing. Everybody shit all over it.
2: Mark, when you saw him at Survivor Series years ago with the little shit locks on his head and the gladiator outfit, did you imagine he would be maybe the biggest Hollywood star? He's
1: talking about running for president. There's yeah. no. I remember – I didn't know what the hell I was looking He wrestled at. the
2: Sultan at WrestleMania. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but here's the thing. When he showed up at Survivor Series, and Survivor Series was his first match in, in WWF, and Jim Ross was on commentary, and I think you remember this. What was it he, Jim Ross said? He said, that guy's going to be the man right there. Wait, Blue Chipper. Blue Chipper. Blue Chipper. Jim Ross called yeah. it. Jim yeah. Ross is the guy that signed him. Yeah, he is. But he
2: – Oh, Dwayne says no Tony Atlas, no Rocky Tony, Johnson. I
1: uh, they were, they were close they were close.
2: They were close, Dwayne. They were like 12 and 13. 12 and 13, I would well, say. See, yeah. I,
3: I didn't think of The Rock because I always think Samoan when I'm... Th- right. Sure right, I'm on, right on, right so. on. He's
2: he's He's got a mixed descent. Hey, Ron around. Simmons,
3: is a, he's... I, I'd put him up. At two. I
2: would be... If there was no Rock, Ron Simmons would
1: be right up there. Yeah.
2: I still have another one. Dwayne
4: but, Johnson, The Rock, however they want to call him. I guess in the wrestling world, he's The Rock, he's, right? He'll, be, he'll always be The Rock He to has me. He has... He has escaped the boundaries of the wrestling world. He can return to it anytime and be like he's legend. He's there, mm-hmm. but he's escaped that. He is well spoken. He's humorous. He's a definitely a philanthropic person. He's loved by all, right? And who I mean, has said a negative yeah. thing nobody, about? Him. Nobody. Nobody has only anything people, bad to only say. Only people. Only people have him. something bad to say about him are people that have never had the opportunity, or they felt like whatever opportunity they might have had got dusted off, or
2: people that hate their life.
4: Right, right. That's it. I mean, they got it. You have to be a sad sack of shit not to see that guy took himself from where he started, which some people argue is nowhere. Some people say, "Oh, but he had, he had family seven dollars in know. his pocket." Well, but I mean,
1: his like, dad was he out was,
2: of he the, the limelight. Right. Yeah. I mean, Rock. It, he's got his show on NBC. If you see it, I mean, Little Rock the or time, Young Rock, Rock or whatever it is. Young yeah, Rock, Young Rock. By, Rock, by yeah. the time Dwayne's grown up, his dad is. He's done pretty much. Pretty much, he's right. kind of doing uh, the indies. The
1: Rock he has, lost his he starting has a, job to Warren Sapp at the University of Miami. Man. Oh yeah,
2: yeah, he has what he
4: has is bloodline. Yeah, but his bloodline oh. Oh. isn't the reason why
2: he ah. is ah. where cheap, he's at. Ah, che- that's called a cheap pop, Marco. I have no idea why. Well, so so the Rock's cousin <laughs> See, Roman Reigns at this. Yeah. and the Usos, right? They call themselves the Bloodline. Oh, okay. So all right. They
4: the I was just thinking his father was a pro
2: wrestler, so he had that leg- legacy. So Frat sh- world is legacy I wanna, is I want to shoot this by you, and it's going to happen this year. I'm telling you. Okay. Picture it. WrestleMania, April 3rd. 39. Ro- whatever. April 3rd. Oh, this coming WrestleMania. Yes. Yeah, this next one. Shut up, Mark. Roman Reigns beats Brock Lesnar. He's in the ring. He's holding cool. the belt. And you know what happens? If you smell... The Rock comes out. We end WrestleMania thirty-eight. Rock and Roman staring down, and he challenges him to thirty-nine they, uh, in Hollywood. And, oh yeah, All right. but Roman has called himself the head of the table of the family. He said, "I'm the guy." Nah, I've uh, said for the last two you're years, second. you're second. You're not the guy till you beat Rock. the Rock, and that's how yeah. you end WrestleMania. The Rock challenges him thirty-nines in Hollywood. Come on. Put them together. Rock goes into the hall that day. Everything. You were here for a rumble. That's it. it. That's
1: it. So that's our top ten. I'm going to throw one quick question to you before I wrap things up. I got one I got to throw on the
2: list, but go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. You
1: go first. There's one
2: guy. Okay. During the Attitude Era, Mm -hmm. he's had three or four characters. One of the best pops. I think I know
1: who you're talking about.
2: Everybody aboard. (laughs) You got to come on the ho train for the Godfather. I love the Godfather. He's got to be top 10. I'm sorry He is one of, that gimmick is
1: still I could probably squeeze out Bearcat right and put Godfather in there
2: that He's the only one that I could easily put in this list just because he could work in the
1: ring. That's four nation members in the, it is in the list
2: And the thing is he had sorry, D-Lo. he had something with Papa Shango. he hated that gimmick mm-hmm. fantastic gimmick. comma yeah the Godfather though. That, true to life. Yeah. True to life.
1: He owns, doesn't he manage a strip club in Vegas? He now? did he he at one used point. To, yeah. yeah.
2: But the thing is, is, he's he's a guy on Broken Skull Sessions. That was one of my favorite episodes.
1: I'll tell you what I was a fan of was the Soul Taker, his gimmick in Memphis. Ma- yeah. When he was running with the Undertaker.
2: Yep. And that's so. the thing. Him and Undertaker
3: have been good friends ever since. That's a
2: guy who could induct the Undertaker. Oh. That's
3: you should good. Uh, see the Godfather on the Chris Van Vliet uh, you mentioned that to me before. That was a good episode, that was, right? He talks about his uh, love of weed like it's you know, so <laughs> oh, yeah. but but, but his, Chris Van Vliet you're, you're
2: you're big into that, right?
3: Tell us about that. What, the Chris Van Vliet? Yeah. No, yeah. oh, the
2: weed. Oh. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I can't tell you much about that other than it's great. Um All right, so the Chris Van Vliet uh, uh podcast it also inter it interviews wrestlers all the time via Zoom or in person. Um, It's a great show. It's usually one or two episodes a um, week. It's almost as you, fun you as two. this one, isn't it? Yeah, almost, almost. Yeah. almost. He's—I um, mean, it's just him. I mean, freaky. this is a group, so it's a little bit different. Almost isn't in your top. Never mind. That's but talking. no, Chris Van Vliet, Edward he's, James, he's a heck of a almost guy to listen to. He's he out, does. He's and out in Canada and he now lives in Florida. So, but he's—he's he's good at
4: his half job. of the wrestling world, at least. Lives in Florida. We've learned this because every we contact, yeah, but, well, he's for an not interview. a wrestler. He's yeah, but, an interviewer. He's a journalist. But, but they're, they're still in the wrestling world, right? But everywhere we communicate, we're like, not well, all. He started I'm in. News Fl- they're, they're like, I'm in Florida. Can we do this at my time, not yours? We're like,
3: yeah, you're an hour different. We're good. Right. But Revin, he, he, he's interviewed that a uh, gymnast who only has uh, no legs. Do you, you know, who only has about? no legs. Yeah, I, I thought I was thinking it was a different person, but he has no legs. But he wrestles and he. I know
1: he what you're knows. talking about. Yeah, uh, was an impact for a bit. It was like, uh, Dustin something.
2: I seen an article about this the other day, actually. Yeah, he has a book and yeah. And, but I anyway, wish I could remember his a, name.
1: I'm sorry, I don't remember his name. I thought it was I like Apollo or
3: something.
2: I thought is was, there is there any? He's got me thinking though. Is there any African American wrestler who booked better would make your list? Ahmed Johnson is mine.
1: Uh, Shelton Benjamin. Shelton's a good. Shelton's a damn Ron good
2: killings. one. Ron Killings uh, is a good one. See, Ron, easily. Ron, uh, NWA champion. I'm going
1: to throw an obscure one to you. Monty Brown.
2: So, I, I was in a list earlier, and Monty, he's another guy that WWE kind of, you know.
1: I don't think his heart was in it, though.
2: No, I don't think so. Ahmed was, I think, his his brain was too, he he thought too much former, of himself. Former Dallas Cowboy, his, by his the way.
3: His ego got the best of him, Ahmed. Uh, Tony Norris, remember him? Mark Dunner, that.
1: <laughs> but he was. I mean, they were.
3: They all were, I had to look, hear
1: was former Dallas Cowboy.
2: I'm like, that fucker wins. They were legitimately <laughs> building him to be something. You know, WCW took Fat Ahmed Johnson and did whatever they did with him. But he's a guy that I remember as a kid thinking he could beat anybody on the roster. He was just so
1: believable. Yeah. I'll tell but. you a guy who almost made the list, and I'm kind of regretting not putting him on. Kofi Kingston. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Yeah. Uh, Kofi's on is, is so he much. Part of a, he's yeah.
4: part of a tag team, isn't he? New Day. New Day. New Day. Yeah. We former saw them former the
1: WWE champion.
2: Well, uh, they're th- they're yeah, guys but we like,
4: saw them. Me and him saw them at the hall. Yeah. Big E's
2: top 20, right?
0: Yeah, definitely.
2: I mean, there's so many guys that could make this list. I, I Your list is fantastic. It well, really is. You. I always have questions with
1: it. Yeah, you're usually not that positive. Uh, like I said, Godfather uh, was positive. really
2: it, and Bearcat Lee I know nothing about. Bearcat, so right. that's where I put Bearcat the Godfather. Right. Well, whatever. <laughs> Yeah, Bearcat leaves the other scrub. Right, right. Uh but I, Godfather's it. it for me just based on impact alone. Yeah. So I love new the jam. fact that
4: every new one new of us jam. at this table, I believe, agreed. Dwayne Johnson was.
1: Uh, Kyle said Ron Simmons, but he retracted. I think. He didn't
4: th- yeah, because he didn't think yeah, about. Right. It. That's I what I'm saying. Was, is, yeah. He didn't Simone. disagree because yeah. he disagreed. He disagreed because he, he didn't. The parameter was one right. he didn't see. But, but yeah. other than that, do you agree, Dwayne yeah. Johnson, yeah, yeah, top of sure. the pile? I agree. Sure. That's fucking I agree. awesome, ain't it? Yep. I mean, we all said.
1: agreed. So we need to tweet the Rock and tell him that he made our list. For- I
4: will. I I've actually tagged him on Facebook because we keep drinking his fucking tequila. So here's something I want to do. Here's, I have a challenge for the two of you. Okay. Okay. You, Mark, have obviously not been willing to fall out of favor with WWE. You're not really happy with the storylines, but you're not pissed off, but you're still a fan. Narge on the other side is like, fuck these guys. I mean, like, he watches it. it because he has to, not because he wants to. Here's this, okay? Now, we're not going to do this for the next episode. Next episode, we're already doing the meme thing, right? But how about two episodes away gives you guys time i want you to come up with the best possible storyline for any one primary wrestler in the wwe something that you think would actually make people go oh shit, i want to watch this mm-hmm. narge i challenge you to do the same thing no AEW. this you have is to actually think, really good just work. wwe <laughs> how do we improve their storyline what would make people give a shit? Because you stop giving a shit. Yeah. I'm, you know, Mike, you what? You what? make it very clear. It's too predictable, and the storylines are blasé, and you're like, oh, what the fuck? I know what's going on. And Mark, on the other hand, while you haven't agreed with him on that specifically, you've also start, started to acquiesce the idea that, you know, they could probably there's, do better. There's,
1: there's no starting to acquiesce. I've thought that for a while. Right. So both of you
4: come up with independently it's good. what you think the best possible storyline. And I mean, if you want to go like whole hog, you know, for this guy, this guy, this girl, this girl, I don't care. But come up with at least one storyline that you could sell in a six-month story arc. And I say six month because I think WWE has been playing like PPV. To they play, PPV. They play about a month right. yeah, yeah. Yeah. That, and a half. Yeah. And I think if you're going to do it right, you have to think long-term. You have to think, how do I take this person from where they are to where they should be? And how many people are casualties along the way? And why? And why would people give a fuck? Because would, let's be honest, people are stopping giving a fuck. I mean, I saw that thread the other day. There are so many people starting to go, I'm getting bored with you
1: people. What will happen if we have the same thing? <laughs> Dude, you know what? I
4: don't, you know, I don't think we will. If you guys have the same thing, all I say is, Vince, these are your new writers. Because <laughs> if you have the exact same thing, you both thought the same way as fans as uh, guys that like don't agree with each other all the time, but, I have so you know many I mean? ideas though, and
2: that's the right. thing. But it, it'll definitely be, you know, objective because right. we like certain guys. We like, I mean, there's guys you like that aren't getting Cesaro, for instance. aren't right. getting any time, you know. So, but I think it's fun. I like that. I think with we'll so our March twenty we'll second
4: episode, March twenty second, because March eighth is next fourteen That's March twenty second on our March twenty second episode. Mark and Mike are going to come the up with a storyline the they center. think would sell WWE better than Vince is doing right now.
2: I want to Dwayne try to Carter, I know you're listening, show. Dwayne. What?
4: I'll tell you what. If you guests. write it up, if you write it up and you tell me you have it, March 22nd you're our in-studio co-host and you will be the third leg in this fucking race. And by
1: the way, I would love to hear your opinions. Dwayne also put in Velveteen Dream for the top 10 list.
2: Velveteen Dream. He "Just kidding," been. but I don't know if I believe that. He eventually could have been there. He was fantastic in the ring.
0: All right,
1: so we're about to uh, say goodbye, but before we do, we uh, we do have an announcement to make. Uh, our next episode on March eighth, we do have an interview coming up, and we're actually very excited about it. Nard, yes, yeah. we have uh, calling in the local wrestling heavyweight champion. Uh, he's been with GCW for for a while now. Was at the uh, Hammerstein Show. He was at the Hammerstein Show. He was the first challenger for Matt Cardona after he had won the GCW World Title. So we will have uh, a very good young talent. Stamp, err, Sam, Sam Stackhouse will nice. be calling in and uh, talking to us for a bit.
2: Yeah, he was. He's an impressive
1: big man. Yes, very. He
2: got involved in the Hammerstein match between uh, Janella and Cardona, mm-hmm. and. Uh, A guy his size, take about all three of us, put us together, all four of us
1: put us together, and did a moonsault. Does moonsaults. He does a very cool spin kick. He's awesome. So, what we'll do is. If you guys
4: have a question for this guy, you really do need to DM us. I mean, because the boys here have a lot of questions, but you're listening. So and if you have some shit you want to hear this guy talk to, and what well, I'll let do is know.
1: what I'll do is on the Facebook page over the next couple weeks, I'll be putting YouTube videos of yeah, his I was matches. Say, Share some up. That'd be so awesome. you guys that'd be can awesome. kind of get an idea of the guy and see what he's got. He, so that he's that a guy
2: awesome. that maybe maybe a lot of you don't know offhand, but he's somebody that maybe you should know yeah. going forward. Yeah, maybe you know, we've brought some big names on. We had Bill Alfonso. Yeah, we had Alex Colon. We had Alex Colon, but this is a guy who's up and coming. Right. And we've got some other guests we are working on that are well-known names. I told Cross, you. Re- fingers crossed. Buy the
4: merchandise. As soon as we start selling it,
2: buy yes. it. That that March 22nd show, I'm working on somebody who may may have some WrestleMania history. Uh-oh. He may be a guy who has been there. That may be a 50-50 show. It. I'm working on That may on be 50%
4: of these guys' storylines and 50% oh, my God, this
2: is badass. Yeah, we'll see if we can get him on Local Boy. We'll see what happens. So I'm working on it.
1: All right. Well, Kyle Reed, thank you very much for hanging thank out you with us. Thank you guys this. very much. Kyle? we
2: we'll are happy you back. We usually allow the
4: people that come join us as guests, co-hosts, and all that to shill whatever the fuck they want. Most of them are selling their next show or their T-shirts or whatever. But you know what? You have a unique
3: position in life. Tell us what you do. I am a facility manager at Great Value Storage.
4: And what does that mean to all the people listening?
3: If anybody needs a storage unit, please come see me on Market Street in Champaign, right over by the mall. And do so
4: quickly, because if he sells ten of them in the next month, he's going to give us one for this podcast. And great value. I mean, <laughs> that's probably a, not, but it would sounded good. That's
2: just not a local thing, right? That's uh, that's a national thing. Yeah. yeah. So anybody listening, go yeah. out there, let them know that Kyle Reed in Champaign, Illinois referred you.
1: Yep. So Kyle, thanks for joining us. Marco as always great job on the uh, not really difficulties. I, this fucking
2: computer. Hey, but made, you know what? If
4: my kid had not kicked over the entire studio while that's he was true. sleeping, it, thanks, AJ. AJ thanks AJ. Thanks
1: AJ. AJ
2: flew here just to AJ fuck
1: flew right, here stuff, from
2: California right. just to fucking. He's
1: from podcast. Circle Six. He's here to yeah. sabotage yeah. us. <laughs> Narge, good show as always, buddy.
2: Fun, fun stuff. I, Kyle, thank you, sir. Again, thank I'd you. love to have you on. We'll have you back. I promise. Absolutely.
1: You. So, until uh, the next fortnight, we will be here with Sam Stackhouse, and we'll talk about Revolution, probably talk more about WrestleMania. So GCW, G-C-W Friday? W- yeah, GCW, yeah. They got a, talk- another double shot this weekend.
2: Friday night, Joey Janela, X-Pac, Matt Cardona, Brian Myers. That's yep. the one I want to talk yep. about. So we and,
1: will, the and, the and the meme
4: challenge is in And the meme challenge, We've already had a couple of responses, believe it or not. Oh, wow. Some good
1: ones. This is fucking too. great. Yeah. All, All right, too. so for until 2 weeks uh I'm Redman, that's Nards that's Marco from For Kyle we'll see you guys on the 8th